Hey, here's a quick message from the Inglorious Bards. Each of our seasons has all new characters and new adventures, so there's no need to catch up if you want to jump right into the current season. So feel free to jump into the first episode of Season 3 to hear the latest adventures. Join the community on the Discord server, and we'll release new episodes every Tuesday. Coming up now is the first episode from our classic Season 1. Welcome to Inglorious Bards. I'm your humble game master, Tom. Glad to have you here. We are a bunch of silly folks who've been gaming together for years with veteran gamers who have been role-playing for more than three decades, professional game designers, and some people who have just started role-playing recently. In this podcast, we're using the 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons system to follow the adventures of four heroes who brave their way through orcs, dragons, bad die rolls, totally getting the rules wrong, and wildly inappropriate jokes. Our goal is simple, make a fun story together and probably look like idiots while doing it. So let's join the party in their first adventure. We'll start with a quick intro of each character before throwing the group right into the middle of chaos. The adventure begins. All right, before we begin, let's have a quick introduction around the table of our different characters. Let's start with Avius Catorum. Avius Catorum is a old human wizard, um, half jackrabbit, half senile, and uh, he likes to adventure, and um, he's on a quest for knowledge. All right, and then we have uh, Elman Yabail the archer. Elmon Yabel, uh, the ranger archer, formerly from a familial mercenary guild um, or mercenary group, and has uh, run into these strange characters that he's decided to spend some time adventuring with. Who? And then we have Olgrim Shieldbiter. Olgrim Shieldbiter. That's how you say it. That'd be grim to me, friends. Uh, Olgrim is a veteran, many old wars. However, due to a uh, curse uh, that has befallen his tribe, not only has he suffered uh, a loss of honor to an extreme degree, a lot of his uh, knowledge and uh, lore has fallen victim to that. So essentially, he's starting over. <laughs> Stout and uh, virtuous and following around his companions and getting them into trouble. Great. And then we have, rounding it out, Puck the Goblin Healer. Puck is a uh, a nature druid, very tiny in stature. Loves to heal, likes helping his friends out. Real bad at attacking or dealing damage to people that need to have damage dealt to them. The city of Tallis cascades down wide plateaus like giant steps. The wealthiest districts look down from the highest points with a steep drop to the next level of merchants and commoners, dropping a mile at a time until finally coming down to the lowest point, the docks. 
Looking back up from the piers and poorly constructed buildings on the wharf, you can see the city rising up step by step, ending at its highest point, where an imposing spire of stone reaches 3,000 feet out from the city towards the night sky. The impossibility of the spire and the rumors you've heard about it are far from your mind as you sit in a cheap tavern alongside the piers at the other side of town. You turn your attention out the windows of this tavern and back to the docks. On the pier to your left, an old man stumbles, obviously drunk this night. On the pier to your right, oddly moored, is a ship all by itself and not crammed next to others in the crowded docks but it's the pier straight out your window in the middle that has your attention. The vessel known as the Duke's Castle has been docked there for hours. The last of its sailors left just after sundown, but still no sign of the cultists you were told would be here to pick up some mysterious cargo from the ship. No one has hired you. You are on no grand quest. You have no good reason to be stocking this ship and its cargo. But after a previous run-in with these cultists that did not end well, you're for damn sure going to ruin their plans tonight, whatever they might be. What would you like to do? We're waiting for the cultists to get to the ship. They were supposed to pick up some sort of cargo, but that was supposed to be hours ago. and Clearly, they're not showing up. I'm going to go out and start to look around town a little bit. Okay, so you're going to leave the tavern. Yeah. You're out on the docks, you're hit by that fishy smell and can hear the water lapping around the um, uh, docks just outside the tavern. There's a whole bunch of piers that stretch out, tons of ships, small craft, large boats, all docked, laughter off in the distance, some talking, but it's pretty quiet uh, overall. Uh, you can see some drunk uh, homeless guy uh, sleeping it off in an alley. Uh, it's pretty quiet. Uh, I will just kind of peruse around the docks, uh, appearing to be maybe a little intoxicated myself, looking for anything suspicious, staying to the shadows somewhat, um, so I can, you know, handily disappear if suddenly, like, let's say a group of cultists show up or something. Okay. Um, what else? Avi is being close friends with Helmon and naturally appearing drunk all the time. <laughs> is going to be be a, a chum, a drunk... <laughs> Chum, along with uh, Elmon here, uh, he's just along for the ride. He doesn't really All right. know what's happening. So that that happens, although that does make your stealthing a little bit more challenging. But uh, Indeed. Yeah. Okay. Olgrim, Puck, you're still sitting in the bar in the tavern right now, which uh. smells of bad ale and pee. <laughs> Yum. Sorry. I couldn't find anywhere else to go. <laughs> Uh, I'll take, uh, uh, I'm going to order, I'm going to go, I'm going to follow uh, my friend else here, but I am going to take a uh, little uh, a road soda with me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is that like a road apple? Uh, <laughs> Olgrim is, is beard deep in his, uh, his his ale there, but he's he's taking this to go as well. Okay. The four of you are now outside, split into two pairs. The elf and wizard are up ahead, acting drunkish, and then maybe 50, 100 feet behind are uh, Puck and the dwarf getting kind of drunkish. <laughs> kind of drunkish. It's dark again, very quiet, not a lot of uh, motion. You don't see anyone approaching the Duke's castle ship that you've been watching all night. Are there any um, 
like, uh, what's the closest building that I might be able to get? Like, if I scaled it, would I get a better view of what's going on around or not really? Not necessarily. You had a perfect view from your uh, tavern with the window there, um, but you've just decided that they're clearly not showing up is, is the issue. You don't know why they were going to the ship or what their goals were with the ship, but you were told they were going to be here tonight uh, after sundown, and that was hours ago. Well! No time like the present. Um, I'm going to go down this dock and see what's in this boat. Let's gather our friends and go. You turn around and find your friends have come. They both have tankards with them. What are we waiting for? Only for yourselves, I see. We had plenty of opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go see what's on the dude's ah, castle. the purpose of a dwarf beard. Seconds. <laughs> Rings his beard out into his mug. <laughs> Disgusting dwarf. What's your plan of attack? Uh, have we seen any people on the Duke's castle? Make a perception roll, please. 21. You have seen a handful of sailors, and they left hours ago, and you haven't seen anyone else uh, on the boat since then. But with that, what'd you say, 21? Yeah. With Actually, 21? I'm sorry. It was 22. Oh. It's the same. Um, you do notice right now, not on the Duke's castle, which is on the middle pier of the three we've talked about so far, but on the pier off to the right, there's the one ship that's all by itself, maybe paid a pretty penny for who knows what reason, but it's all by itself. You see a mysterious figure dressed in all black standing on the top of this tall boat uh, and looking at the four of you far away. In, you couldn't even hear him if he shouted, but he's just kind of watching you. Don't know why. He's not involved with the Deuce Castle in any way. He's like up in the crow's nest. Yeah. No, <laughs> not that high, but in the in the bow castle. Foxel. Foxel. Dang it. I can never castle. pronounce that. Foxel. Foxel. What did I say? I said Foxel. You, you said, didn't. You said something you like said Foxel. Something in foxel. <laughs> he's in a Foxel in, <laughs> in the Foxel. What's the name of the ship that he's on? You do not know from here. That man is watching us on the other ship. I can't see that far. <laughs> Gonna have to move closer. A I, lot closer. I can't swim very well either, so I, I'll just keep going to this boat, I guess. It's at, is it docked? It's docked on the right pier. The right pier. You guys are between the left and the middle pier, and the middle pier has the boat you've been keeping an eye on. Definitely mm -hmm. watching us, though. Uh, you're totally looking in your direction, yeah. Mm. Almost as though he's uh, on an Alaskan whale cruise and you're giant whales. Just kind of just there and just watching. Uh, Ogram casually begins his stroll along the piers to, that are running perpendicular to the uh, to the boats. Okay, and which one? It, it, so it's not just like, it's not like a, <laughs> like a marina where it's just one long No, it's, it's got like multiple e docks yeah. going out. Yeah, like an E. Lots of things sticking straight out. So there's one on the left. Well, there's like 20 of them, but the ones we're dealing with, one on the left, uh, one in the middle, which has the Duke's castle that you're keeping your eyes on, and one on the right, which has this other boat with this other guy. Walking more along the lines of where that other guy is. Okay. And just kind of casually strolling in. 
You head over to uh, Holgrim. Holgrim is heading over that direction. Anything else anyone else wants to do? I'm going to take a uh, um, kind of position within 150 feet-ish. Uh, a nice <laughs> a nice bow shot range, if you will. Uh, try to be, you know, kind of um, up maybe between some shipping containers or some, you know, boxes. Okay. Um, so I'm kind of covered, maybe a little concealed. So if I do have to take a shot, uh, I'm not. Like, not everybody in town can see me doing it. <laughs> okay, you do so. You are kind of hidden between some different crates and barrels that aren't being used right now in between the middle and the... But not making it obvious that okay. I'm hiding. You're just kind of relaxing in that area. Yeah. Uh, Olgrim, you are heading out right, and you're heading towards this pier. The catch now is you're at the base of it as it heads out over the water. If you start walking down that pier, there's only the one ship out there. So you would have business with that ship if you were heading out there. You cannot see the guy anymore from that angle. No, but I'm I'm still walking that section that's uh, connecting all of the ships, mm-hmm. if you will. So I'm just okay. strolling along. Strolling right. along that way. Elmont's uh, hidden puck, Avius. Little one, come with me. Let's go see what's on this boat. Okay. Okay. You guys are heading down the middle here. As you do so, um, Puck, you see the old drunkard on the far left here sees you and is smiling at you and waving. He's just friendly and drunk off his butt. He even says hello. Hello! Uh, I'll raise my glass to him and keep on... Oh, that one liked you, Puck. And you keep on going. Yeah. Uh, you make your way down towards the um, the Duke Castle is the name of the ship. It's a cargo, uh, decent-sized cargo ship. And as you uh, climb up, you don't... I'm uh, sorry, as you approach it, not climb up, you don't hear any activity on board, and it all appears very quiet. You hear another distant bell of a ship. And Elmon, you, back at the crates, um, more near the tavern area... You also hear a sound, and it is the sound of a whispered voice behind you. Give me some silver. You see there's a guy with a rusty knife about five inches long at his side, and he does not look to be an upstanding citizen of the tallest city. Uh, Not even turning around, uh, I'll just say, you don't want this fight. Go away. Make a uh, intimidation? About a five. <laughs> That's really intimidating. It sounded so much better in your uh, head. You don't want any of this. My voice cracks. <laughs> He's going through elvish puberty at 130. <laughs> he, uh, you didn't turn around, so he puts a craggly hand on your shoulder and... Well, that's that was awfully soft and gentle. <laughs> Says, "Give me all your silver, or I'll cut you from one end to the other." Ready? Um, I will hand him two silver. Okay. And tell him that's all I got. Now beat it. He takes it and um, he goes ahead and he beats it. Right in front of you. <laughs> you got any more of that silver? That's not what I mean. He's looking at you in the eyes. 
<laughs> um, Puck and Avius, you I two have uh, arrived at the Duke's castle. You're beside it. Let's go in. Fine idea. Fine idea. I know that there is a reason I brought you here. All right. Um, who's first? <coughs> I'll, I'll go. Uh, very good. I'll, I'll go second then. All right, Puck. He, you actually need his help. Uh, yeah. It's a little, a little high. Um, and Avius, you need it's his help. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're a little frail. Osteoporosis is a factor for you. Um, <laughs> you uh, help him up, and Puck, you scramble and pull yourself up, kind of roll up. Uh, imagining mini-me trying to do it is how I'm imagining it, uh, but you get uh, yourself get, up. Get a one leg up there. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and, uh... just uh, and roll over <laughs> as a big thud on the other side. Uh, you land on the other side, and uh, you are on top of the boat. You can see there is a lantern... Uh, not lit up very well, got hooded, and uh, can hear the snoring of a sailor mm, some 40 feet away. Uh, seeing this, how does the uh, man in black on the other ship react? Uh, you see him disappear from the railing and then walk into the forecastle. Did I say that right? Forecastle. Uh, and he goes inside his ship. Did he do that casually? He did it very casually. He wasn't like sprinting. Uh, but yeah, he just casually just turns away and walks away. <clears throat> taking a look around, anybody else taking any notice of anything? You turn around and you look, and yes, indeed. You see there is a very inquisitive old drunkard on the left pier who has lost sight of his new friend Puck and is leaning over and trying to see and he can't see what's going on with Puck. And then you see the poor old man lose his balance and tumble into the dark water. Splash. Would this be our old man? Not your old man. Not our the old, old man. drunkard on the oh, other okay. left pier. <laughs> and only Elmon in the entire world has seen this man. His fate is entirely uh, in your hands. Entirely. All his many years, all his dreams and desires and goals are in your sweet shame. elven hands. Um, I will kind of start heading over that way. <laughs> um, still watching the ship. Um, I, you know, keep my priorities with my party. Um, if I can do both, great. Okay. So you're going to slowly walk towards the edge well, of the water? I'm going to kind of trot, I guess. <laughs> like the reluctant lifeguard you are. <laughs> or some Baywatch music. Yeah. And slow-mo is what we need. Except it's a bow at your side and disappointment. Just, and a, really yeah, just, slow. just a heavy sigh and a, and a quick trot over there. Okay. Uh, while remaining suspicious of a trap. All right. You're trotting <laughs> you over there. Uh, Puck. What do you want to do? You can uh, help Avius in, do something else. Oh, yeah. I thought he was already in the ship. No, nope, yeah, not yet. I'll, I'll help him in. I'll, I'll uh, lend him my spear and see if he can use that as leverage. All right. Cast uh, Boniva. <laughs> uh, Avius, you are now up on the boat as well. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, uh, didn't, didn't mean for my rub to come up there. Sorry about that. Make a uh, stealth roll uh, with disadvantage right now. As you're talking, you turn around and see this sleeping sailor some 30, 40 feet what away. What would disadvantage mean? Roll 220s, take the lowest. Ah. Uh, 14. 
You have a total of 14. Actually, it's 16 with my stealth. Wow. You say it really quiet. <laughs> he does not wake up. I whisper in Puck's ear. <laughs> the boat rocks gently. The lantern swings gently. There's no sight of Ulgrim or um, Elmon. Well, um, yeah. Can we is, there, is there a door? Is there a Absolutely. Hatch or definitely a door. Um, and he's the only one you see, so you can definitely head for that. Yeah. Okay. You guys head towards the door. You grab it, and it is not locked, and it opens with just the tiniest creak. Tiniest creak. Tiniest creak. And I need you guys to make one more stealth roll, not at disadvantage, just one more. Natural twenty. Whoa. So twenty-two. Okay. Eleven. <laughs> Then somehow with aged ease, uh, Avius the wizard, you creak it open and slip down with, uh, maybe you were a dancer in your younger years. It's the lessons <laughs> you know I that I've been giving him in stealth. <laughs> uh, you get down to the bottom, Puck follows your lead and is able to actually take advantage of your I've been role. sneaking into Elmon's bedroom for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I've always known you were there. <laughs> You have the door closed behind you, and you guys are both now inside of this very dark uh, ship's hold. Olgrim, we haven't seen anything with you in a while. Uh, Olgrim has been uh, pacing up and down, just uh, uh, sipping at the dock of the bay, if you will. Okay. And You see uh, there is a dark shape coming towards you, humanoid, out of the darkness. God, <laughs> you made that sound on- ominous. Getting closer, uh, 20 feet away, 15 feet away. It appears be, inside the. Um, it appears to be armed. Appears to be armed. Yes. Like the weapon is brandished. You see a sh- the glint of weapon at at the side. At the side. 10 feet away, walking I right towards you. Hold and stop and am raising my my uh, tankard. You hear a voice from this silhouette say, "Give me your silver." <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mumble into my uh, tankard. I got no silver. I spent it on this. Make a deception roll. Deception uh, roll. Dun, 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 dun. 14. 14. He says, Yeah. And he walks right on by and gives you a pat on the shoulder. <laughs> a fellow <laughs> drunken troublemaker. <laughs> he walks right on by. I I him. I turn uh, and look where my where the boat, the Duke's castle. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Seeing if there's any kind of commotion or additional. Yeah, you see going? the just the very tip of Puck's cloaked head disappear into the door of the ship as uh, he's gone inside. Interesting. All right. Uh, giving a quick glance around to see if anyone else is watching, I then follow and, well, not follow, I then start to make my way towards the Duke's castle. Okay. Elmon! Do I see this uh, <clears throat> uh, old man that fell in the water? Yeah, you see he's s- had been struggling for a while because you were trotting and taking your sweet-ass time. Uh, Grudgingly. Struggling for a little while, and now you see, you can just see his hands... Uh, at the top of the water, uh, his head is now fully under the water. Uh, um, it's about eight eight foot drop down into the cold, dark water. Well, fortunately, I have my rope with me, so I will um, toss him a rope 
say here. Awesome. You're, you're gonna say here as the guy who's under the water is drowning to die. I gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Basically. And he, he doesn't tie the rope to anything. He just, <laughs> he just throws the <laughs> loop the of rope. rope. Fifty feet of rope. Here you go, buddy. Good luck. <laughs> All right, you throw the rope. Uh, he grabs onto it and has a grasp of some type. Uh, is there a, a ladder nearby or something? Absolutely. All right, I'll kind of like, like you know, basically drag him through the water to where the ladder is. Okay. Um, let's make an athletics roll for it. Seven. You're pulling and pulling, and he just keeps getting lower and lower in the water. His hands are now under the water. The end of your rope is under the water. He's still holding on, uh, but you are having a lot of trouble. I'll keep at it. Any kind of, <laughs> any kind of commotion? Does uh, Olgrim see any Elmont's of actually letting out slack as he <laughs> walks One way or the other, this is going to resolve itself. <laughs> uh, yeah, Olgrim, as you are now uh, going along the middle pier towards the Duke's castle, you can see at the base of the docks, kind of in between the two piers, you can see Elmont is doing some sort of bizarre night fishing uh, with his rope. You have no idea what he's got. <laughs> and he has this panic look of really not caring on his face at the same time. Panic, not caring. I love it. What does that even look like? Uh, <laughs> I know what that looks like. <laughs> I undecidedly hurry. <laughs> Is that another trot, a bold, heroic trot? Bold somersault. <laughs> I roll to his rescue. <laughs> So are you going to give up your move towards the ship and head back towards Elmont? Uh, yes, in okay. this case, considering that's the only activity. Do I really see right that right happening? Yeah, you see. Um, I just wave them off. <laughs> <laughs> I give kind of this like, are you sure kind of thing? Uh, I just shrug and just keep waving them off. Right. And shrug, wave them off. I continue my advance on the Duke's castle. castle. <laughs> Did you say castle or asshole? I wasn't sure what you said. I was coughing. Whichever gets me the most coin. All right, got it. <laughs> got it. <sighs> Avius, <laughs> you are just quietly whispering down the steps like a goat. Yes. You've reached a uh, storage section, a cargo hold section of the ship. A moderately loud complaining goblin um, bumps into you from behind. It's very, very dark, and you can barely see anything at all unless you have any kind of light source or vision-related goodness. Uh, I have dark vision and can see well, but uh, do I see a, a lantern or a candle or anything? With your dark vision, you can. Yeah. Okay, so I want to use my druid craft to uh, light that. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, to, to help my, my friend out. Here. All right, a little snap of your fingers and the uh, uh, this uh, lantern uh, is lit up, burning some oil and smoke. It's still hard to see, but now, Avius, you have some idea of the shape of the room. Uh, thank you there, Puck. You can see a couple crates that are stacked up in different areas and uh, just a whole bunch of little areas to start searching. Depends on how much time you want to spend and how much noise opening up crates do you want to spend. Surreptitious, quickly, take your time and thorough with a freaking Are there any markings crowbar. on the crates? No markings. No markings. Well, um, just go goes right into the nearest crate. Yeah. Okay. Um, maybe your spear would probably be of help yeah. for that. Too. Okay. That sounds pretty good. All right. You guys start looking through different crates. You find uh, a bunch of stuff that's not of any use to you. 
but you do find a couple things of interest. Takes about, say about 10 minutes of searching around different crates. No, let's move on to the next one. When you find a barrel that stands out from the rest, it's sealed with some sort of uh, waxy exterior all the way around that you haven't seen before. When you open it up inside, um, it is a small barrel and inside is a strange dust that uh, uh, Avius you recognize as being used as some sort of magical ingredient. Make an arcana roll actually for me. So do I add both of these? No, just the bold. Oh, okay. Uh, nine. Nine, okay. Some sort of magical test. I, I don't quite know what this is. Maybe if I sniff it a little. Avius licks his finger and digs it into it. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're not sure. It's a, a pale uh, yellowish color. Okay. Well, um, it's, probably, it's probably pollen. Yeah, yeah, Cat, totally. Can't tell pollen. But it appears to be of some uh, value. Um, Puck, you can do the same thing, too, if you want. Arcana roll. A 14. 14 is not enough. You're not quite sure what it is either, but you are sure that someone else is here as the door opens up. Mm -hmm. Lantern's still lit, and you hear footsteps creaking down the little steps. It's kind of like to snuff out a lantern now, I suppose. Oh, well, maybe I not. Can do it. I can do it the same way I lit it. Yeah, I'm going to snuff it out. You snuff it out. A brief conversation, and then you snuff it out, and it's dark. You hear the footsteps finally stop, and then a um, annoyed uh, dwarven grunt as Olgrim kicks his shin into a barrel. God, where'd the light go? Well, I have dark vision. <laughs> we could have left the light on. Well, uh, I say quietly. <laughs> Lights back on? Yeah. All right. Um, Olgrim's here, and you get him helping to crack open some of these crates. Let's go back to the amazing Baywatch scene of Elmon. <laughs> What's your action? This guy is going down hard like a rock. So, um... He's not a hold of the rope anymore. He is holding onto the rope, but he is a couple feet under the water right now. Can I make a last ditch effort to like get him to the ladder? Sure, make one more strength roll. Acrobatics or athletics? Uh, sorry, athletics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thirteen. Thirteen. With your last ditch effort, you pull as hard as you can, and he is not budging an oh, inch. Oh bloody hell! I will, I guess, go full David Hasselhoff and. Um, I'm gonna... Sing in Germany? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. Oils from here up. <laughs> Drunk out of eating a hamburger with a video from his daughter. All of that and so much more. Um, I'm going to basically, I guess, unstrap my bow and, you know, whatever immediate items that I have um, and do a... Uh, what if you gave him your bow to grab onto rather than the rope? No, it's like eight <laughs> feet down and he's already got a good grab of the rope. It's just not working. I'm gonna sling. I'm. I'm gonna basically take my bow off, 
bone uh, quiver, the, the weird stuff, yep. are getting dropped off, and yep. then you're going and to... And then I'm going to lash the rope really quickly to the pier. Okay. And then I'm going to dive into the water to save him. Okay. You do a dive, and you dive right in, um, and you start swimming up to this guy. Make another athletics roll to represent your overall swimming days at Hasselhoff. 17. You swim. You grab yourself around. You wrap yourself around the old man waist. Yeah, well, I'm going to try and get him from behind because I know panic well, drowning is the say, best way to get him. Say that one more time. Uh, <laughs> from from behind because I know panicked drowning people tend to try and drown, like, you know, like push that person under. So I'm going to basically try and come in from behind him, snatch him up, and get him above the water. Okay. You are able to do just that. You've got him from behind. You start kicking. Um, you are able to grab onto some wooden sections from the pier and help pull and get some leverage and get him up. And he finally takes his first breath uh, in the last 30, 40 Ooh. seconds. <laughs> 40 minutes. <laughs> and, go, ah! and he's kicking and flailing, but you have some good control of him. And the two of you right now are, um, you're holding him up with your back and head uh, up against a slimy pier. Can I get him to somewhere where I can like like get him on on dry ground to some degree? Yeah. Um uh, the ladder I think is the where you're headed towards before. Yeah. So, all right, you so, start uh, swimming that way with him. Yeah. Uh I'm going to ideally get up the ladder first though. Okay. So once we get there, I'm going to basically try and do an athletic maneuver to get up there first so I can just like take off while he's still getting up. Okay. That's at least my plan. So, you can definitely do that and no role is necessary, but you put him in jeopardy. Or you can be last, no role will be necessary, but he will not be in jeopardy and you will have to let him go first. Your choice. <sighs> How much jeopardy? <laughs> How much jeopardy? About $400 daily <clears throat> double jeopardy. Uh, Alright, I'll let him go first. Okay. You swim over and you're you get him attached. <laughs> he grabs on frantically to the ladder and says, thank you, thank you, you're my savior. Just get up the ladder. Oh, thank you. And he uh, uh, plants a wet one on you. A kiss, oh that God. is. I start pushing him okay, up. Okay, you're pushing Ooh, him up. <laughs> Olgrim, in your search for whatever this cult has been looking for dealing with this boat uh, in the poor light of the lantern, you have found an ancient, secret, small barrel of very expensive ale hidden behind one of the crates. Ooh. <laughs> that has caught your eye. It now replaces my shield. <laughs> uh, Puck, you find a uh, something wrapped in cloth. It's about five and a half feet long. Slender. Think of like a bat. That's five and a half feet long, but it's wrapped in a cloth and it's wedged uh, in the wall, uh, kind of almost hidden behind some of the crates. I'm going to grab it and put it on the ground and unwrap it. Okay. You grab it on the ground and you start to unwrap it. You see something wood there when we snap over to Avius where you too have found something. You have found a small chest made of a very, very dark red wood with some iron banding around it. That stands small, maybe like a toaster oven type size thing. Um, and totally stands out different than the rest of these utilitarian barrels and crates. Quite ex- quite exquisite. Mm, what's in here? You flip the latch and open it up and boom! 
boom, you are hit by an, a trap. A magical blast surges out and assaults you and burns you. You take 2d6 points of damage. I will roll that right now. You take six points of damage. Oh, okay. You're blasted, and the lid comes back down closed. Do not anyone open this chest. Open what? (laughs) Just opening everything. (laughs) Was this a huge noise or relatively just focused? It was kind of a medium. It wasn't a huge noise, just a... The louder noise came from uh, Avius. What was that? Uh, this little chest is... It's trapped. Somebody knows that we're coming here. And uh, I'm itchy now. Uh, does anyone have any cream? Uh, Elmon, you're about halfway up the ladder right now, by the way. Very good. Ogrim, you want to do something? Puck? Oh, Puck, get, you were unwrapping. Get going. Uh, you have unwrapped and you find... Uh, Underneath this wrapping, you find a staff that has a d- slight Dwomer of magic about it. You're not quite sure what it is, and perhaps spending some time tonight uh, studying it might provide more information. Okay. We, uh, we, wizard, come here. I'm c- coming, coming, Puck. <laughs> what do you, what do you make of the staff? Ah, uh, I'm still, still rubbing my eyes. Hold on. Uh, we need I, to go. Uh, no. Dude. I went. I went to the pub. <laughs> uh, oh, you daft wizard! Do we need to leave? No, 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 no. I'll be fine. Uh, let me look at this staff here. <clears throat> oh, I see. I, What's this box? No, don't, don't <laughs> you damn dwarf! I said not to open the chest. Now, back back to the staff. I noticed there uh, seems to be some Olgram. magical qualities about make it. Make a perception roll for me. Perception. Ooh, can I make a perception? You may not. Oh. Only Olgram may. 19. With a 19, you see something about that chest. Something that Avius missed as his attention is turned to the staff. You look at the chest. That sweet, sweet chest that so needs to be opened. <laughs> you look at it. You look at it, but you notice something slightly behind it in the darkness that he didn't notice because he was so excited when he saw it. What you see is a row of weird snaggly teeth of a mouth about three feet off the ground just at the edge of the light. I I think I see something I don't like. (laughs) I approach it. You approach. (laughs) And and, and kind of prod at it with uh with my with my uh no what would i be using your probably, tongue probably some <laughs> plank of wood that i've been prying open stuff with and all just right kind of- you got a little piece of wood you walk over and prod it your dark vision uh can make a little bit more uh shape of it it is a mouth that looks like you don't want it anywhere near you that is attached to the end of an arm what? of a Five and a half foot tall, mangled, morph, mutated thing that is alive and standing hidden in the shadows between some crates, and it's just slightly moving, and it's got its uh, mouth hand thing at its size, why it looked like it was around three feet in height, and it's just standing there, slightly moving. 
you still wanted to prod it with the stick, did you? <laughs> after after seeing this, uh, stepping back and kind of doing this like backwards. Um, we're not alone. Eh. We need more light. What do we don't? We need to go. Elmon, you have now finally gotten up to the top, and as soon as you arrive, you are rewarded with another big wet kiss on the side of your uh, head and a big wet hug. Thank you so much. You're my. You almost go back over. He almost takes you over again. You're so welcome. Now, about thirty feet down the path, there's friends of mine. Go see them. <clears throat> they will help you. They'll get you dry. And I point him in the opposite direction of the Duke's castle. All right. <laughs> As you start to ring yourself off, you see two things of note. One, you see, let me double check my math here. You see four cloaked men making their way with a quick, brisk walking pace down the middle dock right towards the Duke's castle. They do not look like sailors. And in the opposite direction, you see a shadowy, sketchy guy with a five-inch long knife kind of meandering around, holding on to an elven bow, walking in the opposite direction. Uh, I... <laughs> do, do the guys that do not look like sailors, do they look so like cowboys or construction men? Or... No, they do not. Okay. Just checking. <laughs> How far away is the guy with my bow? Uh, he's uh, right at bow range, oddly enough, maximum bow range. <laughs> no, he's about maybe 80 feet away, and he is uh, extremely slowly walking away. He's just kind of like, oh, look at this. Oh. So how nice is my bow? <laughs> um, It's not bad. Definitely can. it's kept you alive many a time. Isn't it kind of your only weapon? And it's the only <laughs> weapon you have. I have a knife, I thought. Uh, no. No, just a yeah, bow. Yeah, I wouldn't call that a knife. And some arrows. <laughs> what would you like to do? You have a couple seconds here. I am going to head quickly and stealthily towards the Duke's castle. Okay. Very angry. All right, go ahead and make <laughs> make a stealth roll for me. <laughs> Natural 20. I will not mm. bother rolling on my The hands. bow appears in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, all right. You are stealthily um, right. It's, it's the same guy that had um, robbed me before. Okay. I, I'm, I'm painting a mental picture oh, yeah, of him yeah. in my head. There will be recompense <laughs> for this. All right. So you're li- letting him go. Yes. But you have very quickly and st- Totally silently crept up right behind these four guys that are walking towards the boat. Do any of them have a bow? Um, <laughs> all of them do. No, uh, none of them have a bow. Uh, but you do see they are uh, armed with short sword type things. Okay. I'm going to um, not do anything. I'm just going to continue to stalk them. Okay. You're right behind him. Um, and they make their way up to the boat and start climbing in, and then you hear them. Am uh, I like right, right behind them? You're with that as natural close point? as you want to be. That's a fantastic stealth roll. Um, they are oblivious. They're so, so basically fast after three of them get over, I'm gonna try and take the fourth one out. Interesting, commando style. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, let's hold off on that for a second. Back to Olgrim and Puck and uh, Avius inside the hold. I had just informed my companions of this 
creature. I, I, I think, I think it's alive. In fact, if I put my blade through it, I'm pretty sure it'll bleed. Mm. Uh, test it out. Do I have to? <laughs> yeah, poke, poke <laughs> it with your sword. Uh, and uh, Olgram goes up and pokes it with his sword. All right, you walk over, you uh, gently draw your sword, and as you get too close towards it, it lunges at you, not liking this dwarf business whatsoever. Um, why don't you just go ahead and roll a single initiative, and just the two of you, uh, it and him. Uh, so, Olgram, roll initiative. Olgram only. Olgram only. Yeah. Uh, and I have that. Okay. Uh, 16 total. 16, okay. You may go first. You may uh, take your full action first. It's just charging right at you. It's, oh! it's got this weird um, a twisted body with misshapen small leg, big bulbous pustule right leg. Looks like a nightmare of what a sailor might <laughs> dream up. Uh, this twisted head. Um, looks like someone's just been mutated and corrupted. Uh, and just going, and it's coming at you with this mouth of a hand type thing. I'm panicked, but not unnerved. So I will step back, let it approach a little bit. Okay. Uh, and taking more of a defensive, holding my action, kind of, if I can. You can hold your action, and we have to hold it for a reason. What are you going to hold it for? For its attack. Okay. Just It comes right up or... and starts coming at you with its mouth, and you may interrupt that, and you um, may attack. Go ahead. Um... And I will attack. Let's see here. It is a 15 and 8. All right. Uh, you slice into it and d- disgorge several juicy pints of blackish blood across this cargo hold with a splat and a thing howls. Hey, gods, what is this? And it still comes at you. And reaches out and wants to give you a, a nice wet one if we want to keep that thing going. Ooh. Oh! First NPC attack roll of the campaign is a critical hit. Ouch. It latches onto you and bites you for nine points of damage. <laughs> no, no absorb for this guy. Nope. And takes a big chunk out of you uh, and uh, kind of has you off kilter for a moment. And let's uh, go back outside briefly to Elmont. You had this last guy about to climb up. Yeah, so after the three go over, last guy, I'm going to just come and, you know, cuff his mouth, try and do the whole neck snapping thing with him. Okay. Um, and is, is he rogue? Is that once. correct? What's, he is rogue, okay. yes. All right, so intent is to very quickly uh, dispatch him, take his robes, his weapon, and take his place. In line. Interesting. I like it. Okay. Uh, make a strength roll plus your proficiency of two. Uh, so f- 14. 14 is... Where is he at? 14 good. You got a good hold of him. Uh, you're not able to snap his neck, but you got a hold of him. You've covered his mouth, and you're pulling him back away from the boat. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, anything that results in unconsciousness is is sufficient for me. Okay. Uh, you currently are choking him out right at this very moment. Fair. 
Uh, back inside the boat, this thing is uh, pissed off and going nuts and is um, trying to slaughter the dwarf. So let's go ahead and do a full round of combat for everyone, shall we? Everyone inside the boat itself, that is. Uh, the creature gets to go first. Having taken a big chunk out of um, Olgrim, it bites at you again with another handshake, a handshaking bite, uh, and catches uh, nothing but air and doesn't succeed in getting you. And uh, Puck, you are up next. Uh, I'll cast uh, Frostbite at this uh, this thing. Okay, I don't know that spell. I'll describe it. It's the, it needs to make a constitution save. Okay. 16. What's it read on your spell? Make a constitution save or take, or take 1d6 cold damage. Alright, he takes no cold damage. He resists it. You still have a move and a possible bonus action if you have any need for those. Uh, no, I'm gonna stay exactly where I'm at. Okay. Yeah. I do arc lightning. Okay. So. This is your big spell. Big spell. Lightning comes arcing out automatic. You're hitting him with uh, all, three. all three bolts. What's the total damage? I have to add you gotta ten. Do some adding. Ten points of damage. Lightning arcs out, and again and again, you are hit him repeatedly. The first one, it goes ah, and it turns its attention towards you. The second one, ah, it stumbles and starts charging the old wizard. And the third one, ah, it drops to the ground dead. Woo! Nice. Avius yeah. says, "Oh." Uh, oh, I got my shield arm. Olgrim, you turn around and you see Avius uh, happy as can be and also see the second horrific creature not too far behind him, closing in on him and Puck from behind. Uh, Look out! And I charge past them and into the creature. Okay, you uh, can. You still have an action. You can easily get to that side of the hold and have your action available. Sword rush. Uh, it is ten... <laughs> with my lowest uh, 10 10 to hit, to hit is a miss is, is is a miss you swing excitedly but you cannot connect you kind of bounce into puck a little bit I too was much. prepared for the miss and I spin around what are you doing with my action surge action surge <laughs> and uh, proceed with the true slice <laughs> that was a feint that was the feint <laughs> oh even worse I miss Alright, swing and a swing. An excited dwarf is thrown off by his wounded. Just flailing around. However, yeah. I was prepared for that as well. And it was all just so that I could recover and rest. You're doing a huh. second wind? Second wind. Okay. Uh, and how does that play? Elmon, go ahead and make a uh, just a strength roll straight. And I'm going to do the same. God uh, bless him. Eight. I heal three points of damage. Oh, nice. Uh, he breaks free. Uh, from your hold, spins around. I will kick him into the water. He gets an action first. Okay. He is actually going to kick you in the water. <laughs> <laughs> right where you belong. Uh, he got a, an 11 versus your AC. 18. I'm sorry, 14. 14. He kicks. Someday. He hits you hard, but you're just like, no, nah, I've been in the water enough tonight. You just stand <laughs> solid. Um, so we're good there. That was that. Let's start a brand new round. Uh, Elmon, you're up. Uh, I will kick him into the water. Okay. 
Uh, make an that strength plus your proficiency. Do strength plus. Uh, proficiency of what? Your proficiency. Plus two proficiency. Oh. Oh. Copy that. 17. Uh, actually, 18. 18. With my strength. Is a good hit. He tries to catch himself, but cannot. He stumbles back, falls off, uh, makes a yelp, and disappears between two boats, except you see him catch himself, and you can see his hand holding on the edge of the dock as he falls. You can just see his fingers there. And then you hear a commotion above you on the boat above. You cringe and wince, and you hear heavy footsteps. I'm going to run, stomp on his foot, and jump into the water. (laughs) (laughs) You stomp on his foot, and you hit the water right after he does. Um, um, Unfortunately for him, he hit a small rowboat halfway and hit awkwardly and then spun into the water. And then you um, make an acrobatics roll, and you have no trouble. 15. You easily land in the one, like, five-foot area of free water between the big boat and the small boat, and you splash right into the darkness. (laughs) Um, Next up is this uh, terrible uh, creature. It's uh, just kind of standing there as you just, with your little sword missing repeatedly. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) Parry, parry, thrust, thrust. It sees uh, fresh blood on your shield arm shoulder area that its previous uh, friend did, and it reaches out for that. No, no, no! To give you a friendly demonic hug. My my dwarven Cleveland. He wants to give you a mouth hug. Uh, he totally misses. He rolled a six. Uh, he, you're, you're, you're now aware that you're in a fight. Apparently, at this point, now you're aware what's going on. Um, I just hear the huck. I'm going to cast Frostbite again. He needs to make a constitution save. Constitution save. Where is it? Right there. Uh, six. I'm assuming that doesn't save. I don't know what your spell DC is. Oh. Uh, on the back of your character. Uh, 12. Okay. Uh, he fails. Uh, four, four points of damage. Okay. And uh, has a disadvantage on its next attack roll. Oh, sweet. Nice. Nice. Ice starts to freeze on the creature, just like this little sheet of it's still moving, but it's a little bit slower now as it's doing its swings. Is it just, where is it? Four plus level? No. Uh, AV, uh, cantrips are normally just flat. Uh, Avius. Uh, Avius will do firebolt. So it's frozen? Brought to the middle. Oh, by the way, I saw this coolest creature. I can't remember what it was. like a huge level six creature something like that it was a, a sap demon and if you hit it with cold attacks it's affected by a slow spell and if you hit it with a fire magic it gets the haste spell i thought that was so cool it's made of sap remember that boys yeah <laughs> that was really cool all right eight you fire off um uh, another. This was flame bolt, right? This was flame bolt. Goes firing off wide, and thankfully though, it hits in uh, the oil lantern. It lights up that oil a little okay, bit more. Yeah. This little, <laughs> um, great. Just a little bit brighter. Um, that guy goes. That guy goes. You hear the door that you guys came in fly open, and a uh, single pair of footsteps come down. And who's next? Olgrim, you're next. All right. 
taking advantage of the speed now that I have. Not yeah. that it has. <laughs> uh, 22. Is a hit. With 10. I think it's 10 uh, piercing damage, I think slashing. you do. Slashing damage. Slashing. 10 slashing damage. You slice down and um, uh, split open the creature and different weird giblets of things flop out. Um, it's almost like some weird, terrible fish degutting thing that they might mm. do on this boat. However, this is horrific demonic evilness stuff that spills out and disgorges across the, the ground. I uh, use my, my movement to sidestep all of that crazy crap that's falling out. Done. Done. Uh, and you turn around with a grin on your face as you sidestep only to see three robed men come barreling down the stairs looking at the scene. One of them says, What is this? Uh, and it is a new round. Elmon, you are beneath the ocean at the moment. Yay. Um, Just stay down there. Yeah, Just... I'm going to try and come up on the other side of the ship okay. and like climb up whatever ladder, uh, portholes, whatever is available to me to get either on or in the ship. Okay. What, whatever opportunity presents itself as Assassin's it were. Assassin's creating your Yeah. yeah exactly. Well, except they can't swim. Oh. Um, you At least see, the first one, right? Yeah, they, oh, they can totally swim in the other ones. <laughs> uh, you come up on the other side of the boat and it's slick. There's not much to grab onto, but there's just some little porthole type things you can try to grab. Make an athletics disadvantaged, please. Uh, seven. Seven uh, is not enough. You're scrambling, you're scrambling, it's not enough. Oh, also grab a uh, inspiration die. Let your cool dive into the water. Out there. Um, all right. One of the robed guys back in the hold draws his sword and says, um, <clears throat> Thieves, kill them! Draws his sword and charges at uh, the closest guy, which is Avius the Wizard. Avius does Blade War. He closes in his Blade War to reaction. It is. No, gotta wait for your turn. Um, you do have a reaction spell in there somewhere. I yeah, think. but I don't have, have it prepared. It chosen. Okay. He comes racing up to you and swings with his sword, and oh. uh, uh, got a nineteen. What? What? Nineteen versus your armor class. On the front. Yeah, it's a hit. DC. Yeah. Okay. And hits you for four points of damage. Slice cuts into your nice robe and draws blood on the wizard for the first time. Not for the first no, time. No, not for the not first first time. Not for the first time? Ooh. Um, Puck, you're up. Um, You did four points? Four. Uh, uh, cure wounds on uh, our, uh, our wizard friend here. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's right next to you by all means. Yeah. Just roll it and uh, make sure to track your spell slots. Mm-hmm. Uh, 15. Oh, no, I don't have to you roll that. that yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, 15. That is a... You heal 10. Ooh, Whoa. Nice. You're back up to full. Oh, health. my God. Jeez. Puck breaks out his biggest healing spell. Energy flows through you, and the cut uh, is sealed up, leaving just behind a little slice in your robe. Plus, don't forget the acid burns I took. <laughs> My skin is like a baby's bottom yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. You lose a few years. <laughs> Do it again. 
Uh, next is Avius. Avius will do a Blade Ward. Casting Blade Ward. Oh, as you start to cast, by the way, you see the uh, guy on the left-hand side, the robe guy on the left-hand side, uh, start also to wave his arms in the air and weave some arcane magic. Hey. By the way. Okay. Uh, oh, let's see. It's a cantrip, so I don't have to roll. Correct. What does the cantrip say? Well, it depends on the cantrip. Uh, uh, what is the name of the spell? It's Blade Ward. Blade Ward, okay. And what does it read? So, until the next of my end, I just, I do things. And until the end of my next turn, I have resistance against bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage dealt by whip and attacks. Also, this triggers my arcane ward. No, the arcane ward is only on uh, level one spells or higher, not cantrips. You are correct. Yeah. Uh, okay, great. And that takes, that's an action to cast a blade? Yes. Okay, great. And you have a move or a bonus action? And like I will back away. Can I back away with a bonus action too? You cannot back away with a bonus action. You can uh, move away, but that will draw an opportunity attack. Oh, disengage. Uh, that's an action Damn. to do that. You got to either hold your ground or panic and run. But Olgrim is only 20 feet behind you. You could get behind him, but you got to take that hit to do it. Um... There's a guy casting a spell, and there are two more. Uh, there's one more guy. I'm, I'm just going to run. Okay. You're going to run. The guy right next to you swings his sword, and I'm sh- pretty sure that's a hit with an 18 for four points of damage. Okay. Slices you in the back as you turn tail and run. What does but- the blade ward do? Oh, yeah. What does the blade ward do? You just cast it. Oh, that's right. <laughs> we totally you just cast it. We forgot. Um, Let's see. I'm... I have resistance. Cut it in half. So two points. Two points. What does the blade ward look like, do you think? Is it a shimmer? Is it some elemental effect? I think it's. it makes me look like I have glitter all over my body. Glitter. So you turn into a stripper? <laughs> Team Edward. Uh, all right. <laughs> nice. Uh, Puck, you are engaged by the other... There's uh, three of these guys. This is uh, one who hasn't acted yet. He also charges with his sword and comes at you. And uh, strikes with a desperate 12. My armor class is 12. That is a hit for four points of damage. Cuts into our healer, I believe, for the first time. Yes. And then things start to get a little weird. A little tingly. Uh-oh. You start to feel your muscles tighten just a little bit. Feels just a little weird. A little awkward. And where is it right here? You feel your body wanting to stop moving. And you need to make a wisdom saving throw. Twelve. Twelve. And you resist the temptation to hold still and be paralyzed and maintain control of your faculties, which frustrates the heck out of this guy. Yeah. Um, And he um, is going to step backwards towards the door, but still in the fight, just getting some distance as well. 
Who's right next to me? Do I get an advantage? Do I get a no? This attack? no. You've got uh, you've got two guys kind of close to you right now, both with swords, and then this guy uh, without a sword. Okay. Uh, Olgram, you're up last. I'm up last. Uh, let's see. I have some uh, battle awareness. So, uh, with what's going on around me, you've got uh, your uh, wizard, your old wizard Avius, behind you now. Uh, in front of you is uh, Puck. Um, I can kind of show here too with our little miniatures. We've got that situation here, there. So you essentially got Puck up front with two guys with swords. Jesus. And then behind those two guys uh, is a, a caster who just failed to cast a spell. And then um, you and Avius are in the back. Alrighty then. <laughs> uh, I am. Uh... Sorry, Avius. I am charging over to where the two guys are. All right, you can easily get to them in a move. And uh, essentially pushing Puck back and away. If, uh, and uh, attacking the one of the men there. Okay, neither have been hurt. You start, you charge in boldly and strike. It's a 15. 15 is a hit. Nine. Nine points of damage is a straight-out kill. Oh, you yeah. just charged right in. The guy didn't even know, just out of the little darkness. <laughs> he starts to pan, doesn't know where to strike at you or Puck, and he gets just skewered. Um, and you just have actually an awkward brief moment. Your bonus action is desperately trying to get the sword out of the guy as he's staring at you with the last few moments of life. It's the... No, yeah. left, more, no, get it out, just come on. <laughs> Make this death easier, come on. Thank you. Uh, uh, <clears throat> nice. My bonus action... Uh, withdrawing the sword and then slowly just pointing it to the next guy. You. Okay. <laughs> Elmon still swimming out in the water. Uh, there's no ladder or anything. There is uh, no ladder whatsoever, no. Right. Um, I, I'll still continue to attempt to get in or on the boat. Okay. Uh, roll disadvantage it's again. disadvantage. I'm going to use my inspiration die. Got it. Uh, that's going to be 11, 12, 13, 14 with acrobatics. Uh, athletics. 14 still. 14. Uh, nice. That's with the disadvantaged die with inspiration. Yeah, I rolled 19, 10, and then a 1 Great. on the inspiration, so you 14. You reach up and you grab some uh, slight uh, section of wood that's dy- hydrodynamic purposes or something, but you're able to pull yourself up just enough to grab onto some uh, ledge type thing of a window and just get a foot up. As you do so, there's two interesting things. One, your head passes through a small porthole where you see your friends engaged in weird, crazy-ass combat with these robed guys. You can see them, and uh, Avius is not too far away, and he kind of waves at you. Um, Ooh, Elmon! You can see Elmon's head just appear through this porthole. Is the porthole big enough to get through if it were open? Just awkwardly, (laughs) barely. Am I able to open it? Um, Yeah, you start to creak it open. And you are distracted slightly by the other interesting thing, and that is a no longer robed guy who's climbing up behind you. The guy you tossed into the water and stepped on his toes is now in a chase up the side of the boat. <laughs> All right. So that's going on. Um, we'll skip him. He's climbing up. Puck, you're up. Get a. You, you got to tear the front uh, off the uh, vehicle so yeah. that he falls Bonus into the next Bonus action, camera. I would like to disengage. Bonus action does not work that way. The only way you yeah, have the goblin does. thing. Yes. Sweet. What's the name of that goblin power? Um, 
That is so cool. Nimble escape. Nimble nice. escape. All right, so you were able to step away. Step back and then... Uh, uh, <laughs> then move? Well, just... Uh, You're about five feet away from Yeah, that's now. fine. I'm good there. Okay. Um, And then cast uh, Frostbite. He needs to make a dexterity... Which one? A constitution save. Oh, uh, the, the... Oh, that guy's gone. There's one uh, guy right next to Olgrim. The and guy the, who is not armed, who's been in the casting back. shit at us. Okay, and he has to make a constitution save. Yep. I can do that. Mikey. Um, ten. No. No. So uh, he takes three points of damage and has disadvantage. On his next, next a- attack. attack. Okay. Yes. On his attack next round or his next attack? His next attack roll until the end of its next turn. Okay. Ooh, ooh, ooh. So if he attacks next round, it's going to be this match. I got yes. it. How much damage one more time? Three. That uh, he kind of shrugs off. Yeah. But he figured. is effective. Nice. Um, Avius Katorum, what would you like to do? You've got right now Puck really close, Olgrim really close to a sword-wielding maniac, and about five feet behind that guy is this um, uh, spellcaster who's weaving more magic. So uh, everyone's within about 10, 15 feet? Uh, of of each other, yes. These, these two guys are within 10 <laughs> feet of each other. I'm, oh, I'm back there. Yeah, you're about maybe 20 feet back here. Okay. Well, the ship from the safety of the tavern. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to do firebolt then. You're going to firebolt boom. Um, I'm going to firebolt the guy that's opposite me. The spellcaster? Yes, the spellcaster. Okay. So, 19 is a definite hit. Flames arc over your head, Olgrim. And two. Where two points of damage is a wound. Um, every bit helps. He, that does not phase his efforts, however. Let's go to... That was Avius. Even casting, it doesn't interrupt or do anything like that? Uh, no, not unless... He, I was just letting you know he was oh. casting. Oh, yeah, yeah. But there aren't many uh, multi-round spells in this game at all. If he was concentrating on something, then that could affect him. You know. However, his associate right up front... Says, uh, uh, why won't you die? And strikes at Olgrim. You're right there in front of him. He's oh, going to strike at you. Just took down his buddy. I would hope so. Swings with a 12 to hit. You've got your shield out and everything. You're ready to rock. Oh, yeah. All I'm, right. I'm all rocking. So that's a miss? That is a miss. All yes. right. He swings. It uh, almost takes a chunk out of some of the wood in the um, uh, boat. The next guy to go is uh, a really confused sailor who's at the top of the stairs who just quietly backs out and closes the <laughs> door. Next up is... I don't get paid enough for this. <laughs> next up is the stairwell. The cult is there casting his spell. He keeps casting and casting, and finally there is a, a glowing-ish black, a glowing throbbing sickle. Black. Run. That hovers in the air next to him, and he—it's uh, just floating about, maybe just over his head. The sickle weapon—he's not even wielding it; it's just there next to him. And he then closes in, and also is going to strike. Actually, he's going to move in first, and then he's going to cast that. And the sickle then comes down and strikes at Olgrim as well. 
coming down at your armor. Let me double check. Where's he at? There he is. Sickle comes down with a 19. 19 will make contact. Strike. The sickle passes through your armor as though it were not there, this ghostly sickle. And you take... Uh, oh, that was terrible. Three points of damage. Oh. Minor inconvenience, I'm sure, to you. Uh, so he moved in. He cast that spell. He moved in. That was his bonus action to move, and he still gets to go, and he's going to thrust his dagger right where the sickle just attacked and uh, boldly disadvantage, I believe. gets a disadvantage. He has a choice of a two or a four. He <laughs> has to take the two. <laughs> he draws the dagger, and honestly, he just puts it back down. <laughs> he's not going to with that. And last to go is Olgrim. I uh, can't attack the scythe. No, you cannot. <laughs> You've got a sword guy right next to you and this caster um, with his floating scythe. Uh, the caster will be my objective then. To do what? To uh, cleave. To cleave. I grab the scythe out of the... <laughs> uh, 12. On him... Just misses. What about the rest? Any move or bonus? Stand put. Uh, stand put. Okay. Elmond, you have opened up this porthole and you want to do something now? Yeah, I'll come through it. All right, you're coming through. That will be your move, and you are going to squeak right on through that um, without any trouble. You get through and flop onto the deck of the hold, or the floor of the hold, sopping wet elbow. You guys have no idea what the hell he's been doing the last, like, ten minutes. Like, there were easier ways to get on the boat. Uh, You've arrived. You are at the... uh, Also, he has no bow, and he has no quiver. You have no freaking idea what he's been up to. Um, You are at the uh, porthole. You still have an action uh, available to you. Um, surveying the bodies laying around, is there a weapon that I can pick up? Yep. All right. Um, what what is the weapon? It would be a uh, sword that has stabbed a puck by one of these guys that who was killed by. Old Fantastic. Man. All right, you race over to him and grab the sword. As you do so, you hear more of us. As another guy comes through the porthole, and the other formerly robed bad guy who you knocked into the water has been chasing at the boat, he is now essentially given birth through that little canal and into the hold and has arrived. And he is You're done with this. Coming out of the goddamn walls! <laughs> <laughs> he draws his sword and uh, does not get a chance to act. Puck, you're up. Um. I'm gonna cast uh, the uh, the frostbite again at the spellcaster. Okay. Uh, Constitution save. He needs to make a Constitution. Sorry, save. I'm not used to that. Constitution save. Ooh, he's got like a five. Three damage, and he has disadvantage on his next God attack. God darn you and your disadvantage. Yeah. This is a, just a cantrip? Really, that's what you're rolling, <laughs> is the disadvantage. The damage yeah. is just icing on the cake. Yeah. Oh, I- actually, I- you know what? With that, 
I'm going to use my DOT with uh, legs. Fury, Fury of the Small and give him two additional damage. What's it, Fury of the Small? It's uh, when I damage a creature with an attack or a spell and the creature size is larger than mine, I can cause the attack or spell to deal extra damage to the creature. The extra damage equals your level. That is awesome. Yeah. So two, two extra damage. Fury of the Small. Yeah. I love it. Is that it? It's just like a bonus little like uh, uh-huh. ability. But it's only for creatures that are bigger than him, which, which is 99.9% of his population. <laughs> yeah, and after a short rest, I get it back. That is, so it's one use, but it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, uh, oh one, use. one use per day or short rest? Short rest. Three yeah. nice. bonus. I actually I have this mental image of this icy version of him appearing and like gnawing on whoever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Avius. Um, Avius is going to... Why am I always going last? Am I that slow? It, it's not re-rolled each turn. Oh, I thought it... Okay. <laughs> like you're just cursed. I'm just... <laughs> no, I just rolled one. Okay. Uh, Avius will go after this guy crawling through... Just, who just crawled through the portal. Okay. Uh, he has not been wounded yet. He's a little tired, and he's going to have huge advantage to attack Elmog because he's so pissed at you, Elmog. Uh, I'm gonna do firebolt. Firebolt, flames arc out across the hold. Ugh, eight, eight, and miss and light up a body of a dead demonic gib mass on the floor that you killed earlier. <laughs> um, next up is the cultist right next to Olgrim. He is realizing he can't quite get you, and is going to. He also doesn't like to see what you're casting either. He is going to move towards Huck. However, in doing so, uh, he has triggered a reaction of an opportunity attack from Elmon. Woo! Um, so you may go with strength plus your proficiency. Um, while he's doing that, uh, uh, taking potions. Is that a bonus? Is, or that, is that with four? advantage? Since it's a reaction? No. Okay. Well, doesn't matter. It's uh, 18. And what does the sword damage do? Um, I don't have that listed. I'll do a D, uh, D8. Okay. Plus... Your strength modifier. Five. Five is a huge hit. I like to just... I was going to hit you next time. But yeah. Um, I think you can... Uh, we'll do it as a bonus. Bonus? I think that's fine. I'm going to keep that... If you're gonna do it for your, if you're gonna do it for yourself, it's a bonus. If you're gonna do it for someone else who's unconscious, it's gonna probably be a full action. Okay. I don't know. Um, if you have the potion ready um, and not in your pack, it'll probably just be totally free. Okay. But who 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 has that? Uh, he also moved past you, Olgram. You can also trigger Ooh. an opportunity attack as your reaction. Can he make it through the gauntlet to get at your healer? <laughs> No. Oh, <laughs> natural twenty. Oh. Uh, however, I did roll my low damage. You ignore that and just do absolute max damage. Hello. Uh, that is uh, eleven points of damage. All right, he's badly hurt to begin with, getting uh, stabbed in the side by Elmond, and then you swipe uh, and remove just half of his neck, Ooh. just slice right through sections of it. He spins and is just gurgling on the ground. He'll be alive like the next two rounds, but it won't be a nice next two rounds for that guy. However, his friend, the spellcaster, having witnessed all of this, (laughs) 
flicks his offhand uh, gently, and the scythe comes down on you as a as a bonus action. Uh, on Olgrim? Uh, on Olgrim, sorry. Uh, it Is swipes it? Uh, and totally misses. Oh. Was that the one that was disadvantaged, or did you just kill disadvantage? No, that was a spell, really. Yeah, spell. Uh, and he <clears throat> is also seeing the fury uh, that you just delivered to his friend, and he casts at you and does some crazy Latin words and reaches out with his hands, and you too feel the pull at your muscles <laughs> of wanting to stop and stay rooted e in the place. Unum. Make a <laughs> wisdom save. Wisdom save! Is a nine. And you stiffen and stiffen, and you are locked in place. Your eyes can barely move around, and you cannot move. Can I talk? You can mumble gently. Gonna move! (laughs) Yeah, you can talk, but you can't move your lips. We'll do it that way. Uh, And he is also going to, if you're held, yeah, he's going to back away up the steps. He's not leaving, but he's backing up the steps. Olgrim, you are next. You're, how does this work? Let me find it. I had it. I had it. Here it is. <laughs> At the end of your turn, you can now make another Damn. wisdom saving throw. Um, I don't, I don't, can't really count that. I'll say 11. 11? I'll just, just roll I looked a little weird. Roll it again. Okay. Natural one. You do not resist the spell, and you remain paralyzed. Forever. Uh, <laughs> Elmond, you're up. So who's left? You've got uh, the caster backing up out of slightly out of the hold, and you've got the guy who chased you through the uh, porthole. And he's not in melee range yet? Uh, not, not yet, but can easily. He's only like 15 feet away. All right. I will absolutely charge the spellcaster, giving a ferocious, uh, intimidating shout. Uh with like two-handed overhand strike at at this guy at the spellcaster go for it uh 17 18 19 is an easy hit uh and what's what's my plus on that plus one plus your strength modifier uh plus one four four points of damage you uh you you strike you strike you're cutting here you're cutting there uh, he's taking some damage but he's definitely still in the fight um, and you've closed in on him. Uh, Puck? No, oh. sorry. Um, that guy gets to go. The last cultist guy. He is charging and ignoring everything and attacking uh, <laughs> Elmon. His, his whole life now is to destroy Elmon. He strikes at you. I'm going to give him some furious advantage. With advantage, he gets an 11. <laughs> Uh, that would be a miss. Strikes and just his rage. I laugh. I, I like as I'm stabbing his his mage friend. I turn and glance at him. Like, <laughs> Mad <just> bro. <laughs> Fuck you're up. Um. <coughs> well, the spellcaster. Where where is he? Is he? His back is up against no, the I whole door. Is he pretty bloody or nope. what's going on? Nope. Not even. Hmm. Uh, frostbite. You want to heal him? Let's make a constitution. Okay. Save. I, um, I keep forgetting what con is. 12. Uh, and mine is 12, so that's no no good. No, if it equals it or exceeds it, he's past it. Yeah, so. So he's good. He's good. He's fine. You have a move or bonus action you want to take? 
No, I'm good. Avius. Avius, again, with uh, Firebolt. Firebolt, which guy? Um, let's go after the one who is trying to attack uh, Elmond. Elmond, okay. Um, that's a 12. No, that's a 10. Is a 10? Fire flies out again, and you're just hitting every wall of this hold with a little <laughs> fire dolt. Well, thankfully, it hasn't caught onto anything. It all has a plan. <laughs> uh, you have a move or a bonus? Otherwise, we're moving on. Um, what what can I do for a bonus? Uh, it would be a specific spell. Yeah, so if you don't no. know, then you don't have it. Nope. Yeah. He is going to return the favor. He sees you casting spells at him, ducks and dodges the firebolt that hits the door behind him. He reaches out with his hand and does a, you feel flame um, forming around your area. Um, this little uh, essence of flame trying to burn you. Make a dexterity saving throw. Um, Is that eight? What? 18. 18? You easily, with your ballerina dancer grace that you showed <laughs> earlier, you step aside, and as soon as you step aside, this little fire forms where you were once were, and you don't take any damage from his spell whatsoever. Nice. And uh, bringing up the rear, Ulgrim. <laughs> You've got two of these I'm, guys. I'm, I'm leading the, the charge last. That's yes. what I'm doing. <laughs> what, what, what do you, why, uh, hold on. What are you doing? I'm breaking my... Oh, yeah. I totally forgot. <laughs> it's just up here. Go ahead and roll. All right. Uh, that looks promising. 16? 16. You force yourself to get past the control. You can see like this. You can feel this wall of magic in your mind that you finally break past and your arms and legs start to return back unto your control. However, it does mark the end of your turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you look at him with grim determination, the bad guy casting, and he just smiles at you. That's um, a trademarked thing. Yeah. Grim expression. Uh, next up is Elmon. Good timing. You are, uh, you're kind of wedged. You got a guy behind you determined to kill you who's chased you all around this whole boat, and then you've got the, their leader, the caster, right in front of you. Uh, I will uh, continue to cleave at the caster. Okay. And that's going to be a 18. There's a hit. And seven points of damage. Wow. Seven points. And mark it. With seven points of damage, he is starting to show some little bit of desperation here that this is clearly not going the way he wants. He's still on his feet, however. His friend behind you has definite advantage, and I'm sure that's a hit with an 18. Yeah and slices into you for four points of damage. I still turn and laugh at him. <laughs> uh, Pac, you are in the uh, middle of the hold. What would you like to do? Uh, frostbite on the the guy with the sword. Okay. The constitution save. Constitution save. Yeah, you keep throwing it at me. Um, That's a 17. He mm, avoids yeah. it. Oh, Anything else you want to do? Move or? Uh, no, I'm good. All right, Avius. Avius is, um, so the guy with the sword has virtually no damage. Correct. He is moist. He's moist. 
in that case, since he's moist. Since he's moist. That just made me snort. <laughs> um, Avius is going to do elemental orb. All right. What elemental damage type are you selecting? I'm going to choose um, lightning. Lightning with elemental orb. So a ball of crackling electricity forms in your hand. You hurl it at the guy. He sees it in the corner of his eye and tries to sidestep it. Let's see what happens. That's a 23 damn, uh, 23 for the- 23 is an absolute hit. And then he takes- Those are eights? Yeah. This was his huge spell. Uh, He takes 12 points of damage. 12 points of damage. He is, he absolutely dodged back and you anticipated it. He, you threw it where he was going to go and he put his head right where your mm. ball ended up. Big the crackling boom lights a up. Ball. Yeah. You just hear a, um, a Elmon behind you. You just hear a yelp of, ah! <laughs> I uh, continue then, to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> you laugh as he dies, that poor guy. And then there's a thud behind you. Yes. Second to last to go this turn is the last remaining enemy and he... Uh, essentially does the um, weird torture guy from uh, the, the uh, she was the, the princess bride. He just uh, turns around and runs uh, down the hall. He uh, is going to take his action to uh, disengage mm. and uh, opens the door and runs out onto the deck. And Olgrim, you're last to go. Uh, I will <laughs> breaking free and speeding up and I will charge. And- okay. You are charging. You are chasing him out. You see him on top of the deck, and he uh, leaps off of the... um, Oh, man. He leaps off of the edge of the boat to the dock, and you see him just disappear off the side. He's booking it really hard. You reach the edge of the boat yourself, and just as you put one foot to leap onto the dock, you see that he didn't make the dock, and he has fallen and has caught himself between the dock and the boat and is kind of wedged with his arms out on either side. And he's kind of just stuck there with his feet just dangling in the water slightly. I, uh, I, I, I trudge my way down with the remaining action. Okay. And, uh, so I'm imagining he's, he's, so he's boat in the dock, right? So he's just kind of like. Like this. Yeah, he's got his arms stretched out. He's holding on to the dock with one end and holding on and pushing against the boat with the other, trying to stay out of the water. I'm just kind of down there with him, uh, sword pointed at him. What to do with you then? Don't imagine you like water very much. He looks down at the water and is thinking about it. Uh, I have sword to neck now. This will make for a nice cut on your way down. I don't imagine you'll survive it. Uh, he lets go. Ooh. Uh, you can get a free attack on him if you want, or let him drop. Um, I... <laughs> I will try to catch him. Okay. Uh, scruff and all. Probably skewer the, the dressing of his gown or whatever. To hold him or make an attack roll (laughs) (laughs) against his gown. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, attack roll, no. uh, Your normal attack roll. Just make a normal attack roll. Uh, Normal attack roll would be a 23 in total. Woo! 
Um, d- describe what happened, and you're, it's all yours. Uh, and he, he's apparently bragging that this is not a big concern. He lets go. And he doesn't drop an inch. His <laughs> blade is skewered. He starts to the, trying to move, and just nothing's happening. Slide off the sword because I've skewered it to the side of the boat, and it's just holding him there. And uh, I'm just calling down my phone. I've got him. He's not going anywhere. The rest of you can uh, certainly get out of the hold and climb around. Yeah, I'll come down and join uh, Olgrim. You're there on the on the dock next to the boat. This guy's totally pinned. He can't move. Uh, he appears to be um, out of significant uh, magic, and his scythe has disappeared, and he is not wanting to trigger any minor magic in his current predicament because he is totally at your mercy. Let's just... Um, <clears throat> let's get him so we can question him. I hoist him out. Okay. You grab onto him, you pull him out, and you have him on the dock. And he casts a spell with disadvantage. He starts casting a spell, to, and this uh, warmth starts to form around you as it creates another essence of fire right in your vicinity. But you're kind of slapping his hands away like weird. <laughs> Just slap, slap, and slap, and so he'll be at disadvantage. Uh, he rolled a critical and a 13. 13 plus 3 is 16 versus your non-shield armor class. My non-shield? Shield adds 2. Uh, would be a 17. Oh, he just misses! You are able to resist the heat. There's a little pop of a flame explosion. It blows up on your side, but does no damage whatsoever. Just conk, conk him on his head with the pommel of the sword. All right, he is unconscious. <clears throat> this one did not want to go without a fight for a chair. He's their leader. He's the one that knows everything. Hey, but he has a secret or two. Where are the others? There are no others. I mean, my... Oh, party. your team. I there are no others. There are no others. <laughs> uh, I'm still in the hold. I uh, <coughs> found that uh, that barrel of ancient uh, beer. Mm-hmm. That's beer. my beer. Yeah, I'm about to I show in your doorway. Sampling a little. <laughs> So, you have this cultist caster guy in your possession, unconscious, if you will. And you have um, some items you found on the ship. You also don't know what kind of authority kind of trouble you might be getting into. It's a sketchy dock. You don't think you have a big emergency of time to worry about. I have something I have to do, and I like race off. Okay. (laughs) And Elmond runs off back towards the building. What would you like to do? Uh, first off, I'm going to go see if my arrows are still where they were at one point in time. Yeah, you run around the uh, dock past uh, some small uh, crates and some rope on the ground and see your uh, quiver is there with arrows. I will gather that, gather the rope, and then um, attempt to track. Oh, shit, 100 marks that guy. Oh, that would have been awesome. Uh, um, I'll attempt to track. See you um, later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, the guy who stole my boat. Okay. Um, tracking's going to be really hard. I understand. Um, just running around and exploring might be the better option yeah. right now. Okay. He disappears between some tavern and a warehouse and is gone in the darkness. What Where do you the, go? Oh. What would the rest of you like to do? I want to wrap the uh, that staff we found back up Okay. and hand it to... Uh, Hand it to uh, Avius. 
because I think it'd be better in his hands than mine. All right. So Avius now has a staff yep. in his possession. You can detect as just like uh, Puck uh, did that there's some uh, faint magic dwomer about it. And after you spend some time, uh, after a long rest, studying it, uh, you might have more information about it. Okay. Um, Avius would like to go examine that chest again. All right. Avius climbs back aboard the boat. Oh, and Puck's also there. So you guys are in the hold. So, Olgrim, you're left out on the on the pier with this unconscious guy. You uh, you could just gently nudge him with your foot. And, I, I could. <laughs> He got away! <laughs> <laughs> I haven't determined my moral compass yet, so... I, uh... Hoist him over my shoulder and... Uh, drag him off to our... Room. Our... Oh, okay. That is a... A walk. A, quite a walk. Oh, it is? Yeah, it's in a whole different district of town, up a steep road, because the, the city oh. is plateaued. Um, it's a walk. Oh, so the inn we were at was not. No, you guys don't want to be staying in this place. You we guys need are to Uber not. back. What's that? We have to Uber back. Yeah. Uh, finding some sort of um, nook or cranny of the dock that I can tuck this guy away at for. Well, this dock is known for two things: ships and nooks and crannies. Uh, so that easily you can find that. There is a couple warehouses not too far away with an alley that you saw when you came into this region that you uh, can take him to. All right, I do so. All right, back in the hold. Was there a, like a? I don't remember who had it. It might have been the spellcaster. The somebody had a dagger. Could I? Mm, yep. Procure, procure that. Sure can. And then I also take the barrel of magic powder. Okay. So I have the barrel of magic powder under one arm and the keg of beer <laughs> for my dwarven friend. Get the uh, priority straight. The other one. <laughs> All right. Uh, and the dagger is just standard uh, 1d4. Yeah, just in my belt. Puck is now wider than he is tall. Good. Attack. And we had... Um, He's writing it. Avius, you were over this uh, small chest. Yeah. So this time I'm kind of looking at it. I walk around all four sides, kind of eyeing it, um, acting like you know what you're doing. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you use the end of my quarterstaff to stick it in the little little keyhole on the lid and, and gently... Right open. And where are where's your body as you do this? Well, it's right in front. Uh, kind of from the side okay. angle, a forty-five degree angle. All right. You lift it open, and as the lid gets about a third of the way through, nothing happens, and it lifts all the way up and opens up. Nice. Inside, you see a small box. It's wedged in there with a bunch of straw to keep it in place. Ooh. It is a box that is uh, uh, black, has a lid. You can see some small little um, brass hinges on the back. Um, looks delicate type of a concept. You also immediately get a sense of danger about this. Something starts prickling at the back of your head. Little spider senses are tingling. As a matter of fact, make an arcana roll. Ten. Ten. 
you just have a sense that there's something very dangerous about this tiny box inside. Um, <clears throat> I pack it back in the chest. Okay. And I take the chest. Okay. You do so. You got the chest closed and um, you've got that under your arm. You've got the ale. Uh, he's got the staff. Was there any loot on the, the dudes we killed? Any gold? No, they did not bring gold with them. Not much loot. Uh, the weapons, you've took off of them already. Uh, Elmon, you are running and running and running, and you have uh, an opportunity to make a perception roll to catch this guy. 19. I'm sorry, 20. 20. <clears throat> you look, you look this way, you look that way, you're down this hall, you're back near the docks, you have no sight. It's been like 10 minutes, you're starting to get frustrated. Um, maybe even starting to get a little bit lost, and then you hear, give me your silver from behind. You turn around, you see there's a guy with a five-inch little knife at his side, a little scraggly beard, and a bow slung over his shoulders. Give me your silver, I'll cut you. Um, I will draw my sword and walk up to him and, um, give me my Oh, or you're dead. Make a uh, intimidation. Well, I'll give you advantage on that. <coughs> uh, intimidation will be a 20 total. He drops your bow and his knife and backs away. Give me away. my silver back. He fumbles out some silver as well. Nice. Says, no trouble. No trouble, friend. No trouble. Have a great night. As soon as he turns around, I'm going to boot him in his ass. All right. And he gets sprawled across the ground and scampers away. You have retrieved said bow. How much silver? Yeah, how much silver? Uh, Eight silver. You've Woo. taken his um his, his hard work for the night. Yeah. <laughs> he comes back to the group at the dock. I'm sorry, I gotta start over again. <laughs> Hand me your silver. I borrow a knife, actually. <laughs> you had one job. <laughs> and I will start making my way back to where I hope my companions still are. Uh, Olgrim, what are you doing? Uh, I'm kind of, I'm, I am rifling through this guy's cloak, uh, robe. Whatever. Okay. Uh, and uh, trying to find something identifying before I wake him up. You see no identification uh, on him at all. You do see a he wears a uh, chain around his neck that has a strange symbol of it's kind of like a um, a narrow, uh, if you will, shaped eight. Okay. I snap that free of his neck. It is in your possession. And I wake him. He is up. He finds himself in a dark alley, sitting amongst filth and garbage with you uh, standing over him. What? what? What's happened? <laughs> I've spared your life for one reason only. <clears throat> you answer my questions three, or dead you be. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Who are you? And where are you from? Well, I'm Paul. 
he's his response is to start to cast a spell and you can you pin his arms down and stop him from doing that you knock off that silliness he says this city will fall and you will perish in its ashes and the items on board that ship are they the means to that fall They will be the means to the fall, whether they're in my hands or yours. And this, and I hold up the trinket. He doesn't like that and tries to grab it. I (laughs) squat him away. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You dare mess in matters way beyond you, thief. Uh, I get uh, very close to where you, even my beard is like touching him. Don't speak of me. It's don't speak to that of me. <clears throat> I've seen the dark magics. You know not what you're dealing with. And I actually plunge the uh, sword deep into his leg. Ah! Both he and I, Tom, say... Uh, and he winces and takes some damage for sure. Ah! Ah! And squirming, but uh, you literally have him pinned now. <laughs> <laughs> These will be destroyed as well as the others. Now, where will I find more of this? He starts uh, telling you, whispering, but it's he's pained and it's hard to hear. <coughs> Excuse me. You get close and you hear him say, Can you? And you feel the pulling of the darkness. It it comes for all of us. Uh, Then I will render him unconscious. All right. By removing his spleen. (laughs) Probably the blade and let him bleed out. Uh, Yeah, you can knock him upside the head or just take the blade out. I will knock him upside the head. For the second time, the poor guy has taken a concussion and is out. And you Plus the brain damage yeah. good for him. TBI. <clears throat> and uh, you return back to uh, the uh, Duke's castle. I will keep the symbol. Okay. And see your friends arriving. Elmon from between some tavern, and you see uh, Puck and Avius dropping off the boat, and you see a mysterious fellow in black just watching casually from a boat some peer down the way. Mr. Grimm, Mr. Grimm, I saved your beer for you. Oh, you had a one, Puck. I did take a couple samples. Well, that's all right. It was a shared beer anyway. <clears throat> These items on the ship, they're not to be messed with. They should be destroyed, which might mean this beer, too. <laughs> I don't like that, but... You say that to your friends who are just laden with loot right now. <laughs> what is that? You shouldn't be having that. I, uh, don't touch my staff and don't touch my box. Oh, These what did all... I just say? <laughs> these are all dark magics. I think we need to investigate these more. I'm going to take a look at the, the, the cultist, see if he's still alive or not. You don't know where he's at. Where did you leave the cultist? Yeah, well, uh, part down that alley and part down that alley. (laughs) (laughs) 
Did he tell you anything, or is he a true fanatic? He's a true fanatic. Nothing useful, other than confirming that these are the darkest type magics. The box, the beer, and whatever else we found. Is he dead? Yeah, he could be. <laughs> I'm gonna go confirm um, whether he's dead or not. Okay. You uh, search around a little bit and uh, find the uh, cultist uh, between the uh, alleyway area, uh-huh. and uh, he has passed on. Okay, very good. <laughs> Save me the trouble. He's in cultist heaven. Caught <laughs> <laughs> the UFO. Angels singing and tentacles everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys head back to your inn, I'm assuming, uh, at Middle Hawks. Uh, it's... A bit of a walk. You take the one twisting road up the steep cliff area up to the next district where oh, it's... Hold on one Yes, second. go ahead. Do we want to go s- talk to the guy in black at all, or do we just want to ignore the fact that he just kind of watched us murder a bunch of people? <clears throat> Mad is a strong word. I agree. <laughs> Helped move them to cultist heaven. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't caused us any tr- any troubles. There. Very well. Maybe he has crackers. Right. You ignore the wizard and (laughs) (laughs) carry on. (laughs) And as you leave, (coughs) a figure watches you disappear away from the docks. It's the poor frightened sailor still on board the Duke's castle, wondering (laughs) what the hell just happened. (laughs) Uh, You head back to your inn and you rest for the night. You get back half of your health. Oh, and by the way, with this uh, rule system, anything rounded is rounded down unless otherwise specified in the the effect. So you get back half of your hit points. Um, Half of your max or half of your- Half of your max. Good question. Cool. And uh, no one spent any hit dice because there was no short rest, so you would get half of those back if that was the case. And it's a long rest, so you also get back all of your uh, spell slots for those of you who are casters. Ooh. All of them, and you can swap out prepared spells, uh, the two of you, the druid and the wizard. Ooh, I shall do that. <laughs> I'm, I'm good with... You liked your selection? Mm-hmm. I'm going to swap out... On our, on our, while while we're doing this, I'm I'm lamenting painfully uh, and examining this beer. Okay, as it is technically involved in this uh, dark magic business, I'm checking and the barrel and, and well, whatnot. You had an option for that to be your trade. Was it your trade by chance? It was not. Oh, all right, that's it fine. Just not. curious. One question. Yes. Uh, my earth armor spell. Can I apply that to myself? Yes. Oh, you're probably the first wizard who's ever asked that. They would normally say, do I have to cast it on someone else? <laughs> <laughs> I only want it on my stuff. <clears throat> All right, you guys uh, spend the night resting, recovering. During that time, Olgrim, you, uh, uh, Avius, you were spending time researching uh, this staff, correct? Mm-hmm. And Olgrim, you were spending time researching this ale. Yeah. Okay. The ale seems <laughs> good. Researching an air quotes. <laughs> <laughs> the ale seems uh, taste fantastic. Uh, there's nothing wrong about it. You can detect no magic about no. it. <laughs> so yeah, it seems absolutely fantastic. You could sell it for a decent price or enjoy it over uh, several days. I will hold on to it. All right. 
What am I determining? Yeah, also, and for fear of contamination of my fellow people, I pretty much confine it to my, my sole use. Oh, all right. That's very <laughs> selfless of you. Greedy. <laughs> sure. Avius, uh, after a good, night re- good night's rest, you wake up and you start um, studying the staff more, and finally you are able to identify its purpose. It is a staff of magic detection. Detect magic. Oh. Excellent. And you know it has uh, three charges per day. Oh. Is that usable by anyone? Uh, it's usable by who... Uh, this one will be an attunable. Ah, yeah. So it's attuned just to you, so only you can use it. If someone else wants to use it, they have to spend time studying it for a night. Have just to, to prevent swapping. They have to just stuff. hold it and stroke yeah. it and <laughs> spend a night with Avius' spend staff. A night. <laughs> spend a night sleeping with yes. it. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> so you guys are gathered in the morning. You're at the Middle Hawk Tavern itself, a little restaurant type area, eating some basic simple food of some bread and ale and maybe some simple meat, chicken, something like that, um, and deciding where your uh, next plan of attack is. I want to have perch. Can I have perch? Uh, absolutely. <clears throat> perch. Early yeah. morning perch is yours. Make perches. Delicious for breakfast. And quail eggs. Mm. <laughs> so, what do you, uh, what do you want to do? Well, gentlemen, now that we've wrapped up that bit of business, if you will, <clears throat> I had spoken to a friend of mine in the Charlanders, Rolmick. And he had given me a commission to track down uh, some creatures, these bog legs, he called them. And uh, we are to um, attempt to get uh, permission for passage through uh, for the trading guild, the Charlanders, um, through their territory. Um, I told him that I would perform this task at some point for him. Um, if there's no other pressing matters we have, um, I would uh, like to take care of this business. Well, actually, I have a friend who's offered to send us on a cruise. <laughs> the, he's a map maker. Um, a car- cartographer would be the official name. And uh, there's an island uh, off the coast, and he would like us to find some information on this island. Um, 160 gold if we map the entire island and 160 silver. No, more. still gold. Still gold. Mistake. Even better! (laughs) Ten times better! Typo. And 160 more gold if we get information on the interior of this island. I I think that's a great opportunity for us. And as you uh, as you say that, he, uh, you see Avius also has a map he got from the cartographer of just the rough region. Uh, it's, a, it's a big overview type map, and he points at an area on the ocean. So my task is only worth 240 silver? Uh, everything should be G gold. Okay. Now, the, the, the cruise is, uh, he's offered to pay for the ship to get us there and to go around the island and uh, the, the board and the food and uh, I think the drinks, you have to buy a voucher, but I'm not sure. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's do it. You can have a blue inspiration die, by the way. Yes. <laughs> Now, yes, yeah, I, sounds like you all are in agreement. 
and he's off. <laughs> They're just looking at each other. It's like this every morning. <laughs> He's got some wacky friend, quote unquote, some fake mission that just takes you to some alleyway where nothing happens. He has the opposite of sundowners. In the morning is when he's senile. <laughs> I don't care. I don't. Uh, either one's good with me. I'd like to find an alchemist before we leave to check out this magic powder, though. Well, Grim, looks like you're the deciding vote. Uh, I'm staring over at uh, Avius. Where's the box? (laughs) Well, it's in my room, of course. Should not, we should not leave, oh... Should keep an eye on it the entire time. Well, we'll take it. I don't care where we go. Uh, well, I'll have it with me in the cruise, <laughs> of course. It goes, I go. Th- it sounds like two votes for the cruise. To the cruise, then. <laughs> to the uh, cruise yeah. with a cursed box from hell. <laughs> That's the name of this adventure. <laughs> <laughs> the cursed boat. <laughs> Avius has no idea where he's at. <laughs> All right. Okay. So is that the plan? Oh, you wanted um an yeah, alchemist. Yeah, we'll go to like an alchemist. Get this checked out or hawk it. You uh, talk to uh, Nor, the dwarf owner of uh, Middlehawks, uh, where you're staying at, and he knows you a little bit. You guys have been in and out since you've been in the city a couple of weeks, and says, "Yeah, yeah. There's an alchemist just down the uh, street here. Uh, two rights. You can't miss it. It's got that uh, bottle on the sign." <laughs> you head out and uh, go to the uh, alchemist. Others want to join him or head out, prepare for an exotic cruise. What do you want to do? I will keep an eye on Puck. Puck. Okay. I'm going to go visit uh, Rolmick, explain to him there's been a slight delay in the task that I've been commissioned to perform, but it, you know, promises that it will get done. Okay. They were out of the city, but they were in opposite direction. I want to yeah. look at my b- box some more. And he's going to go look at his box, but Olgrim, you're going with Puck. Uh, I, I don't get the, You said you are going to take it with you, so yeah. yeah, I think I'm happy with that decision. So I, I'm, I'm not happy with that I, decision. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Olgrim and if Puck. If I knew he was going to go off and look at the box, then yes, maybe I'd go with him. Why would I tell you I was going to look at the box? Uh, you wouldn't. <laughs> uh, Olgrim and Puck, you guys arrive at an alchemist. The door opens up, and it kind of makes this lame bell clinging sound, but it's just... Three small metal decanter type things are just clank. Uh, inside, I keep screwing around with it. I keep ringing it. Clank, clank, clank. Just <laughs> and uh, inside, right. inside there are different potions, uh, bottles, uh, uh, some. Uh, uh, how would you describe it? Maybe like a segmented. Uh, fruit or vegetable cart type thing but instead of fruit it's different powders of stuff inside a different color so you could buy stuff if you knew what you were doing uh and puck you can also sense as well as soon as you enter that robbing this place would not be ideal you can sense there's a little bit of magic right as you come through the door uh just just fyi it's uh, the first thing on a goblin's uh, mind. Good to know. You are I'm, goblins, not, I'm though, not being right? a goblin racist i'm just saying he has magic sense yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all good. 
Uh -oh. I'm curious. Now not, I'm uh, feeling politically yeah, incorrect. <laughs> Are you dwarf curious? <laughs> it's just. And there is a uh, gentleman there who is pounding away with a mortar and pestle. pestle? pestle. I was going to say pedestal. Pestle. And he stops and he says, Oh, we have customers. Excellent. Come in. Come in. What do you have in mind? Oh, by the looks of you adventurers, I know the type. We get many around here. The city's known for it. Healing potions, I assume. <laughs> right Ask him way. quickly. <laughs> My ears hurt. <laughs> sir, sir, sir. Um, I've got some small healing potions, and I even have a few stronger ones, if you have the coin. We don't need any healing potions. I'm a pretty, pretty proficient healer. Um, oh, but I did come he gets across, dead serious now. I did come across something that I'd uh, like you to take a look at and either uh, maybe tell us what it is or um, if you're interested, buy it. And I, I huff this barrel okay. up onto the counter. Of the yellow powder stuff? Yeah. Okay. Tip it on the edge. Push <laughs> it over. Uh, Gunpowder. <laughs> You uh, push it up, he cracks open the lid and scurries away from it. By the gods! And s just gets away from it as fast as possible. I draw my blade quickly and... <laughs> Start looking around! Start looking around. He says, get that out of here. What is, what is it? He says, that's howlet powder. Used with terrible infernal summonings. Outlawed across the empire. I knew this would be bad. I've never seen so much of it before. So I don't even want to know how you came across it. So you won't buy it then? Did you want any healing potions? <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> Get it out! Get out! Out! Okay. I heave the barrel, cork it tight, and... It just spills away. all over you. <laughs> so, oh, it's all <laughs> If only someone were to buy it. <laughs> All right, you've got the barrel back in your possession, and you leave sheepishly. And he closes the door and locks it behind you. Mister Grim, what what should we do with this? Destroy it, but I don't know how. Drop it into the lake. But I don't know what godly, th ungodly things would rise up out of it. He keeps yammering on with- Burn it! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Cut to a montage of these two guys trying to destroy this in many different hilarious methods. <laughs> They're trying to burn it. They're trying to beat it with wooden sticks. <laughs> um... All right, back at Middlehawks, Avius, you are Ooh. sitting on the bed that you normally share with Elmont since you guys are sharing rooms. Um, you're by yourself, and you're playing with your box. I'm always playing with my box. <laughs> Before you continue, sorry, is there a, a the concept of a, a, a bank vaults kind of thing that we can invest ourselves in? There are no banks, but there are vaults, if that makes any sense. There's no money exchange type stuff, but yeah. there are places you can go to rent to store stuff. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, you are on the uh, bed with your little keepsake jewelry box <laughs> on your lap. <laughs> the world about to be torn asunder. 
<laughs> and I need to know exactly what you're doing. You right now have the small chest. Yeah, the chest your, is open. Oh, you're going to open the chest. Be warned when he said, I need to know exactly what you're doing. Yes. It's filled with danger. <laughs> I'm holding the box. So you're, you're opening the chest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Chest is, I'm opening the chest. When I'm, you do, suddenly... No, nothing happened. Yeah. The chest opened up. I'm pulling the box out of the out of the um, the packing the okay. straw and the the moment your skin touches the the little box inside, yeah. you have a revulsion from Ooh. touching it, and at the same time, deep at the back of your spine, back lower part of your brain, there's this huge compulsion to open it. Hey. So I'm repulsed yet compelled. Yes, by your box. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds to isolate. <laughs> um. Okay, so I I'm having this battle of of wills inside me. I decide it's not a good idea to open it alone. Okay. I do want to open it, though. My intent is to open it, but I decide it should be done with my friends. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Surprise! (laughs) In the middle of the the night while they're all sleeping. (laughs) Uh... Brought Cthulhu to the party. <laughs> so you put it back in the small chest yeah. and close it up. Yeah. All right. Uh, Elmon, you've let your friend Ralmic know there will be a delay. Um, and I uh, head back towards. Something about crazy companions yes. and, you know. He nods. That's the easiest. <laughs> uh, and uh, Puck and Olgrim, you guys were going to somehow dispose of this powder? Got an idea. Lots of sewer drains, lots of alleys. <laughs> just, there's a few stray cats walking around. Charge trolls buys to just dumping shit into the sewers. No dumping sign. <laughs> <laughs> it says no dumping with tentacles coming out of the sign. <laughs> we hide this away. We put this in a vault. <clears throat> Heard there's some vaults around town. Let's let's find them. I think that's a good idea. It's not going to do us any good keeping it on us. Especially how, it, how he reacted. And uh, we'll go off and find one of these vaults if we can. Okay, you do. You find such a thing. You um... And I take great care to now drape this barrel. <laughs> I like anyone would know what was inside it really, but, you know, like it's a, it's a... So making it look really suspicious? <clears throat> no, making it look <laughs> valuable, but, you know, not... Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> um, I'm finding it right Ooh. <clears throat> Okay. You uh, find such a place uh, that it's a, it's a vault store. Um, the uh, place is heavily uh, uh, locked down with... Um, bars across the windows you knock upon the door this big metal door and uh two armed guys open up the door 
and there's a uh, dwarf behind them who says, uh, state your business. Looking to rent a vault. And he casts a little spell and says, all right, come in, come in. And what exactly are you uh, looking for? We've got some small sizes, mediums, larges. How secure are you looking for? Meaning magical in nature? What are your needs? Large and pretty damn secure. He says, oh, all right. Uh, large is uh, 30 gold a month. And for magical security, the price is doubled to 60. And you can have one or two keys made available. Uh, I pay over the 60 and uh, have one key crafted. Okay. And I give that to Puck. (laughs) Okay. And, uh... No pressure. That's it. He says, excellent. It's a pleasure doing business. Your uh, valuables are available uh, sunrise to sunfall. And um, you have your uh, vault. It's a big space. It's uh, 10 feet square, uh, so it's nice and big. And inside the spot's just this small barrel. (laughs) A powdered no alchemist wants anything to do with. Yep. Uh, You close the door, big metal door. It's got this big, thick uh, iron-plated lock on it. You lock it. You test that it's locked. And he casts uh, some spell-type stuff and says, You're as secure as you can be in this city. You have my guarantee, and points to some sign on the door that really doesn't mean much to you. I'll take the word of a dwarf. And you've got it locked away. The key is yours. That's a a, a, a very big honor, Grim. Um, should we... I don't know if I'd want that honor. Should we maybe try to, uh, talk the old man out of his little box and secure that in here, too? If we can. I don't know what's going on in that crazy man's head. You distract him and I'll take it. How <laughs> <laughs> bad addition to roll, yeah. <clears throat> I don't think we'll have to trick him. I think he knows just how dangerous it is. Well, let's, go, let's go talk to him about it. Okay, the four of you meet up. Elmon, you return from meeting with your friend, you two from the vault, and you find Avius uh, waiting for you in his little cabana shirt and suitcase ready to go on the cruise. In my banana hammock. <laughs> Good God. Straw hat. He's ready to roll. Um, How was your trip to the alchemist? It looks successful, by the way. They don't have... No, no. He's very scared of what we have. We're leaving soon, right? (laughs) Huh? He was scared. Very scared of what we had. So... We we secured a vault. Uh, Mr. Grimm paid for a vault, and it's uh, secure in there for now. I'd like to put the box in there, too. What's in the box? Uh, well, um, I've not opened it yet. I was wanting to wait for my fellow adventurers to be here with me in case something dreadful were to happen. I don't want dreadful to happen. Uh, I want to lock it away. There's a couple eating eggs next to you in the tavern, by the way. <laughs> Enjoy your ham. <laughs> but I, I'm just so curious about it. It's, it's, it's very, it's very compelling. 
straw is deep and dark, I'd put it away. Um, but, uh, don't forget about your cruise. If we go open this box up, it may get in the way of that cruise uh, of yours. Well, maybe, maybe we should what damnable put it thing away. Bring about. Could just delay it. <laughs> Didn't you want to go on the cruise, old man? I, I'm already dressed. Can't you see? Well, let's just get this box away in the vault and go on this cruise. Fine, 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 fine. Okay. Uh, where is this vault of yours? It's, it's a little ways away. I can take it for you if you'd like. Uh, I would rather hold on to it myself and... Oh, Frodo doesn't want to let go. Just box. make sure <laughs> it gets into the vault. Why not say just, just, just one give last the box time. to the creepy little creature and let's go. <laughs> Cre- creepy little creature? Hmm. Off we go. Okay. You head to the vault, knock upon the door. Two guards are there. The guy says, state your business. The dwarf. I have a key. I'm going to, I want to go into our vault. Let me see that key. Even though he just saw you like 20 (laughs) minutes ago, he takes the key. He looks very closely at the key. He casts a little spell and says, uh, enter. He looks puck up and down, mostly down. (laughs) Uh, and he uh, lets you store the box in there, if that is uh, your intent. I I slowly walk into the vault. Are you forcing yourself to make <laughs> we, a wisdom saving throw? <laughs> holding the box with two arms close to my bosom. I'm staying close to the wizard. And getting ready to close the vault on the wizard. <laughs> <laughs> Let nature take its course. And we're going to go take care of my mission now. <laughs> I, I carefully put the box down on the ground. On um, top of the barrel? Nope, not on top of the barrel. Close to um, the uh, barrel? About five feet from the barrel. Right. Against the wall, but not next to the barrel. <clears throat> um, set it down, and I kind of... I kind of pet the top, the lid of the chest, right. and uh, start- It bumps and rattles <laughs> in response. Start walking away and kind of glance back <clears throat> longingly over my shoulder at the box as I take my last few steps out of the vault. And then he runs back in and over the <laughs> All right. The vault is closed. There is but a single key, and it is dropped into a pocket of a goblin next to you. And I eye that key very closely. All right. <laughs> uh, you can gain a blue inspiration die. But, uh, well, you're maxed out. All right. yeah. That was really good. I liked it. Okay. You guys grab some gear, some supplies, weapons, and armor up, and you uh, head out on your boat trip. <coughs> you talk with the gentleman who has... The cartographer who's offered you the quest and get the name of the vessel. Uh, he has passed that Oops, on, castle. actually. Uh, the vessel's <laughs> name is uh, the Nettle. The Nettle. Horse Nettle? Is that stinging Nettle? No, the Nettle. And he says a Captain Rolace is, um, has been uh, paid for uh, seven days. Rolace? Rolace. All right. You guys head out towards the docks. Um, a couple asking a couple dock workers here and there. Uh, they point you in the right direction, and you pass by a, the tavern you were at that night, which looks much more safer in the uh, late morning light. And you head past uh, the Duke's castle, which has got a. Some city guard outs just caution off the, tape. Yeah, they've got essentially <laughs> as close to caution tape as they have. They're definitely investigating what's going on here. 
there's some uh, sailors there. There's a ship captain trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah, it's uh, it's quite the scene. I just keep my hood up. Go <laughs> figure. the The guy that watched us the other night is he is he anywhere around? Uh, yeah, he is absolutely there, and he sees you and watches the four of you, and ignoring all the interesting stuff over there with the guards. <clears throat> of which you can hear one of the guards, by the way, say, yeah, there's another one between an alley. He died. Um, but the mysterious figure in black on this uh, tall ship is watching you guys in particular as you approach, and then you kind of just sigh as you see he is aboard a ship called the Nettle. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Interesting. As you walk around the pier and um, <clears throat> call up, and you see a uh, sailor poke his head over the... Permission to come aboard. The sailor says, uh, wow, who are you? We're, we're here Permission for... tonight, who are you? <laughs> Damn. We, go- we were sent, we, uh, we were sent by Tass, Tass, them, them, for, I can never say his name, uh, but Tass, and, and we're here for the cruise and for... Uh, to, the what? Yes, and to map the island. Oh. Oh, you're here! They're here, everyone! They're here! Yeah, come aboard! Streamers, come on. (laughs) (laughs) We won! We won, guys! uh, They've upgraded our berth. You guys are uh, welcome aboard, and you climb on up. You reach the top of this uh, tall ship, and you see a couple sailors. This guy, who's... Kind of youngish, but he's got this, he's been at the sea too long, gnarled, uh, Edward James almost face with a little bit of a Popeye half squinting eye going on. Um, he's seen some tough years out on the sea, even though he's still kind of young. And you see a lady approach wearing some nicer garb than the rest. And she says, hello, I'm the Captain Roles aboard this ship. And I will be your captain for the next few days. Welcome aboard. Yeah, nice to meet you, uh, Avius Katorum. We're, we're looking for Captain Roles. I am Captain Roles. Oh, you're his wife. Nice to meet you. Excuse me. Frowns. He's from a different time. He's senile. He means no harm. You see, there is a man dressed in uh, all black who turns away from you all and enters the forecastle nonchalantly and wants nothing to do with him. I, He's just looking for excuses to use I word. hike up my robe and wave after him. Duh, Captain Rolace! <laughs> uh... He ignores you, closes the door. She immediately gets a finger right in your face and says, Listen up, old man. Oh. I am oh. the captain of this vessel. I've been the captain of this vessel for seven years. I've been through hell and back on this ship, and you will respect my position. Do you understand? Uh, apo- uh, apologies, good good lady. Um, hmm. That would be good, Captain. Captain uh, will I'm, do. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Captain... captain. <laughs> Uh, my apologies. I'm. I'm. Where, where's my room? <laughs> it's just tuckered out at this point, and it's like 10 a.m. Uh, she uh, calls out to her friend, uh, uh, Anthony. 
show, show him his room. And the Popeye-ish guy um, <laughs> says, yeah, right this way. Come on, come on. She goes to the rest of you, adults to speak. <laughs> she says, you've got seven days booked. That's two days out. That's two days around the island, two days back, and an extra day for whatever travel we may need. Sound fair to you? Sounds fair. Welcome aboard. Do what I say when I say it, and we'll get along just fine. Anthony will, not Anthony, Anthe uh, will show you where you can stow your gear and sleep and stay out of the forecastle that is off limits. Aye, aye, Captain. A question for you, the man in black, who is he? He is the reason you want to stay out of there. That is off limits. He is a friend of the ship and not of yours. Very well. And you follow Avius and the sailor Anthe down to the uh, hold. It's not long after that that the lines are cast off and you feel the ship get underway. Sails have been um, unfurled and the nettle sets sail. Out of the bay, the uh, tallest bay it goes, you uh, rock gently past a lighthouse. Very small little outcropping of rock small island with this lighthouse on. You can see some guy just solemnly standing out the door, just watching you. Probably has a pretty boring life. And just watches you go as your ship heads out off into the sea. And you spend time getting to know the ship, what little parts you have access to. Anthony, Anthony, I keep saying that. Anthony uh, is a, uh, he's a great host. He's excited to have you guys on board. Wow, we don't get many guests on board the Nettle. We're not known for hospitality. What's the Nettle's normal business? Uh, being cursed, I'd say. Why would you say that? Well, because we're cursed. I, I, I don't quite understand. But the benefits are great. <laughs> <laughs> the dental's fantastic. <laughs> <coughs> I, I, I thought I heard cruise ship, not cursed ship. No. Uh, that, there must be some mistake. We are known for getting into more trouble than lots of vessels in these parts. These parts can be dangerous, don't get me wrong, but we seem to have a few more accidents than, than other ships do. Why is that? <coughs> I don't know. Um, you think he might know. <clears throat> but he says, I, I I, don't know. Come here, let me show you some sailing. We are people of some certain skills. Let me show be... you a jib. <laughs> Keep your jib to yourself, I like man. I cut of yours. <clears throat> we may be able to render some aid in your dilemma. We but knew what it was. I uh, I can't help you with any of that. Uh, I can make sure you're comfortable, and I can show you some sailing basics. You got a couple days on board, and I'm I, excited I, I, to I teach you. Couple gold. Bet you're not paid too well. You you flash some gold. Flash some gold. All right. He says, uh. Ooh. We're, we're paid enough. 
but a little more buy some extra beer. Time away. Lonely. Good company. I tip it to five gold in my hand for my pouch. Okay, so there's five shiny five gold crowns gold in your hand. That's a lot. A day laborer gets like a silver a day. That's like fifth. You look like you know a lot. Perhaps you're uh, keeping back a few secrets you could be sharing with us. It's a dangerous trip. We need to know all we can. He gets very close to you. What what kind of secrets are you talking about? Why is the ship cursed? And I put one gold. <laughs> he says, uh, I got my suspicions, and I think it's, I think it's Peril, that man you saw. Peril? He's a good friend of the captain's. And I'll follow her anywhere. But by God, does she have way too much care for this man. Ever since he's been on board, it's been nothing but bad luck. How long has he been on board? For the second question, I tip another gold. Oh, all right. Avius asked 12 questions fast just to drain <laughs> your gold. Ah! <laughs> <Get stuck! laughs> What's <laughs> Do you like gerbils? <laughs> What's the quadratic equation? <laughs> he uh, shows you guys where some food stores are and how you can take some small little benches off of the wall, some hooks on the wall, and sit down and breaks out a little bit of food and says, he's been with us for a couple months, but he's known the captain for years. What do you know about him? He looks at Olgrim. <laughs> I tip another <laughs> I draw the line at five. It's dangerous. It's not that dangerous. <laughs> Only <laughs> level two. <laughs> <laughs> the ship rocks gently. It says... He keeps to himself, mostly. Says he's doing studying and doesn't want to be bothered. I bring him food, but uh, he doesn't let me. What's he studying? Um, Maybe he needs a study, buddy. That goes on you. (laughs) He's studying. Check. Oh, (laughs) I need to get to know this, this Perel. I wouldn't recommend it. He doesn't take kind to anyone but the captain. Hmm. Do you have any pudding? What? Oh, that's costing me gold. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can have an inspiration for that one. He already has one. Oh, oh I'm, yeah, I'm already. I'm right. penalized with good fortune. Time goes by then. Let's fast forward. Uh, you travel on board the boat for a day. Everyone make a constitution save. 12 is your target. I'm good. 17. Mm-hmm. Nat 20. Woo! I'm good. 13. Everyone's fine? 
Everyone's fine. Seasickness does not affect a lot of you. And Puck, who I believe your notes say hates water. Yes. Is like a duck water. to water here. You're totally resilient to any of the effects. You're fine. Uh, that night, <clears throat> two uh, sailors, one of them, Anthony, brings uh, anyone who wants to join for a game of uh, dice. And it's a it's, it's it involves dice and a knife. They call it dicey knifey. Dicey knifey. I'm in. And I'm uh I mean like I'm trying to spend some time with the crew, getting to know them, kind of getting to be friends with them, because I figure they might be a little more loose lipped, even though they sink ships. Um, <laughs> okay. Than than the rest of the you know than the higher ups. Uh, there's it's a skeleton crew, not many of them, but yeah, certainly. Uh, make a and you know, who wants to play as the first question. I'll play. Uh, money will be involved. In. I'm good. Did you pay um, for the vault, by the way? Paid for the vault and the uh, five gold for your damn pudding question. Thank you. Uh, it's <laughs> I'll play. Yeah, play. It's gonna be uh, we'll say. Avius is already missing three fingers. <laughs> Hasn't even started yet. Uh, let's oh, say it's I just a gold. I'm great at this game. Uh, a gold per person, and you can roll. You can roll wisdom modifier, or you can roll your sleight of hand. Your choice. And who's all four of you are playing? No, I'm not. Okay, three of you. That's one, two, three, and two of them. Five gold is up for stakes. Hmm. Nine. Got to beat a 16. Nope. 10. Uh, 11. And Anthony wins. As he plays and plays, he goes, no, you got to watch the knifey part. And he throws the knife, rolls a hard six, and everything's looking great, and he scoops up the gold. So let's do it again. And he puts down another gold. Fuck's in. Likewise. All right. Avius is in. Avius is in. He did great again with a 16. 17. Oh, fuck. 12. Elmon? Uh, less than that. All right. <laughs> and you win that pot of five. Nice. And gambling goes on. And we will say, uh, let's do three gold for the rest of the night. So multiple games. This is the final result of three games. So you're going to join? Yeah. All right, go ahead. Yeah, man. Three gold to the ante on this. A natural 20. Natural 20. Natural from- 20. What? <laughs> uh, a 10. Fuck's <laughs> in Little League at this point. Well, there's three ringers that get nat 20. Anthony's one of them again. Um, uh, actually, 23 with my modifier. With my modifier. It doesn't matter. Oh. 20 is a 20. Oh, so okay. let's go ahead and take that and just the three of us roll again. <laughs> Still go adding sleight of hand? Yep. Add your modifier. Six. Seven. Four. Oh. Oh. <laughs> nice! Avius wins with a terrible oh. roll. They don't call me two-fingered Avius for nothing. <laughs> you win with like a pair of twos somehow. <laughs> it's just terrible. All right, you won. That was five people. That was a 15 gold pot right there. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, you were mentioning uh, Elmon talking with the crew about yeah. it. Right? Go ahead and make a persuasion roll for the evening. And... You lost constantly. Get advantage on that. <laughs> uh, a 19 and then a natural 20. What? 
you losing is just the funniest thing to Anthony Anthony constantly. And You're the only one who calls him Anthony. Yeah. <laughs> and by the uh and I gave him this name. Why did I do that? <laughs> and at the end of the night, he is just an open book to you. You've been talking Feeding and having some a, drink. Yeah, you've been having a great time. Uh Puck leaves having to deal with uh, Avius is gloating and um, maybe ask for some healing for the missing fingers. <laughs> um, and you and uh, Elmond and Anthe are up on the deck wa- watching the waves go by and... Uh, antic. Yeah. Uh, half drunk. Yeah, I'm feeling it. And um, what do you want to say or ask? It's a tough thing being cursed. You can say that again. I've heard tale. I don't think it's true, but we've heard complaints every time we come into a port. They say it's always rough water the day before we arrive. Gives them an excuse to keep us at a distance, not unload us on time. It's just a big pain. All because of some some silly magic, huh? I wouldn't call it silly. What would you call it? I've heard... And I ain't seen nothing, but I've heard Periel's a magic caster of the highest level, incredibly powerful. Or so I heard from the captain one night when she had a little too much to drink. You know how people can get oh, when they drink. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you would think some spellcaster of the highest order would create <clears throat> smooth sailing for you and not some some rough seas. As I hears it, he did something wrong. Wronged his friends. Maybe, maybe the captain herself, I'm not sure. But he wronged him and now his magic's cursed. Whatever he does comes back tenfold. <laughs> Call back. He's a cursed one, and he spends his days in there studying, trying to undo it. Do you have any idea what he what he did to cause it beyond wronging a friend? I don't know. You'd have to ask the captain, and she don't like speaking about it at all. Hmm. Man like that's dangerous, though. It's not my ship. You are part of its crew. I follow the captain. Whatever she says, that's what happens. Well, it's been good talking to you. Yeah. Great talking to you. We'll have to play uh, knifey dicey again sometime. <laughs> We're gonna need to come up with official rules and variants for nicey dicey. It's, it's totally sailor speak. Knifey dicey, isn't it? Everyone knows that game. It's just normal crafts with you stab the loser. Yeah. Um, all right. It is morning, beginning of day two of sailing. There is no sight of land. For those of you who are goblins and afraid of water, that is very disconcerting. Hmm? The ship is... What? Let's pick him up and hold him overboard. <laughs> Hazing. Uh, the ship's... We, ru- we, 
Wait until you need a heal, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> the ship's running fast, catching the wind and r- rocking, uh, riding over the waves uh, with strength and doing what she does well. No sense of any silly curse. It's about three hours after morning time, so maybe around 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock in the morning when um, you hear Anthony call out, Ship! <laughs> Ship off the port! He calls up from the crow's nest. Those of you who have been, I don't know, trying to do any, pick up any sailing or up on top and uh, look around and see uh, off in the not too far distance a uh, vessel. Anything distinctive about this vessel? Uh, it's hard to see from there. Uh, Captain Rolace comes uh, storming onto the deck. I'm going to go be near the captain, but right. not necessarily, you know, trying to stay out of her way, but kind of be near the action, if you will. She calls out, where is it at? And Anthony says, port, port side. And he points with his hand from up above. She uh, gets out her spyglass, extends it, and looks off in that direction. Give her a few minutes, and what do you make of it, Captain? She says, I know that ship. That's the Blessing Bay. One of our sister ships. I see people on board. They're waving. Waving for help. I don't like this. Let's pull us towards them, but keep our distance, she calls out to the guy at the wheel. Uh, um, I believe the island is this other way. She's a, <clears throat> rules of the sea is we take care of each other, but something's odd about this one. She gets out her spyglass again. She says without taking her eye off of it, I see you've got weapons. I hope you know how to use them. Uh, if it's a sister ship of yours, why, why would we need weapons? Something's just not right about this. Then, well, let's just go to the island, then. I suggest, um, uh, uh, turn the other, the wheel, the thing, the other way, sir. <laughs> she slams her little spyglass down into a smaller shape. And she says, uh, turn straight towards him and says to you for, um, I recognize their first officer. He's one of the ones waving. Let's go see what they need. Good captain. And she turns the ship towards the Blessing Bay out in the middle of nowhere in the ocean. Nothing, no land, no other vessels. You approach. I go get my bow, string it. Okay. Get ready. Um, the nettle approaches this blessing bay with its sails down, dead in the water, and as you get closer, you can see several people still waving, um, waving to get your attention, waving for you to hurry. Gonna knock an arrow. All right. Stand on the prow of the ship. And we'll stop there for tonight. <gasps> and so our first adventure of the campaign comes to a close. Our foolhardy heroes took on several cultists, who knows what's inside the ominous little box locked away by Avius the wizard? And Elmon the elven archer went the entire adventure without firing a single arrow, spending his time playing in the water with a dirty homeless man. Thank you to Chris, Tim, Christopher, Seth, and everyone who helped make this production possible. And our sincere thanks to you, our listeners, for joining us on our adventure. 
All music has been officially licensed, and if you're interested in the sound effects you heard, please check out the great sounds at Sirenscape.com. Until next time. Thank you.